the Joe Rogan Experience. Train by day, Joe Rogan podcast by night, all day. Fresh off of Ari Shafir's Comedy Central show, This Is Not Happening, it's Miss Pat again. Yes, Welcome back. Is. Thank you for having me back. Thanks for coming back again. And uh, I'm sorry to hear that a bunch of people were fucking with you online the last time that you were on here. A bunch of people have contacted you. You made the cru crucial mistake of paying attention now. Can't you, pay attention to those people. <laughs> well, you know, I used to fight back in the day. So if you say something about me, I'm like, well, meet me at the gay coffee shop so I can whoop your ass. The gay coffee shop? What, yeah. What's the gay coffee shop? <laughs> Starbucks. <laughs> Why is Starbucks the gay coffee shop? Because usually all the white dudes got on Dockers and shit. Dockers and are gay? From, I don't date guys in Dockers, do you? Well, I don't date guys. <laughs> but if I did, I probably wouldn't have a problem with Dockers. Well, I'm used to jeans. You know, baggy jeans. jeans. I'm black, okay? Okay. What are, what are Dockers exactly? Like a type of pants? Yeah. The I type think of pants. You know what, the, what they keep? No. I think of them they, as like Dockers shoes. are pants? Yeah. yeah, they keep the big wallet in their back pocket. Okay. And that's not good? I don't I don't know. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't date those types of guys. Do you date types of dudes who like have their pants sagging? No, nah, I've been married for 23 years. No. But I mean, if you did? No, 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 no. You wouldn't, you wouldn't do that? Is that gay too? Uh, yeah, that's gay too, <laughs> and that's... raggedy looking, and very inappropriate. I mean, if something break out, you can't run, right? Exactly. Yeah. That's that's a confusing thing to me that that pants sagging thing has lasted so long. I'm so confused. No, about what's that. confusing to me is that the young girls think it's cute. Do they think it's cute? Yes. I, you know, my niece live with me, and she love them. They gotta have their pants sagging. Really? The, the farther it down, the cuter they look. Really? Yes. They get excited by that. My knees do. To what me, is, that represents you don't have a job, and you stupid, and you look crazy, <laughs> <laughs> and you's an asshole. I got a t son, and he's 28, and I was like, don't fucking let your pants sag, son. You know, you can you can barely get by now. Pull your fucking pants up. But he's not bad with it. He's not bad with he's it. He's like his medium. Pants, yeah, well, he's kind of fat, so <laughs> he ain't got no ass. So his pants is kind of sag on their own. He ain't trying to be cool. That's how Joey Diaz is. Joey Diaz's pants are always falling down. So much so, at one point in time, he started wearing suspenders. Yeah, so sometimes I think my son might need one. <laughs> Joey, I didn't say that shit. He did. He did. He was wearing fucking suspenders. Look what I got, dog. I'm done. <laughs> done with his fucking pants falling out bullshit. Yeah. So he started wearing, but he didn't last. He didn't last with suspenders. Exactly. Just, he didn't want to accept the fact that he was a dude that wore suspenders. You know, that's a very particular type of dude that wears suspenders. Yeah, old guys who golf. Who golf? Yes. Yeah. You got a bunch of categories. A gay, <laughs> gay coffee shop. It's because there's white dudes in Dockers. <laughs> old guys who golf. That's who wear suspenders. Yes. Unemployed black men make they have the best sex. And they, yeah, you said they have the most delicious dick. I didn't say delicious. That's what well, you you're said. Delicious, delicious. That is what you said. That's I exactly said, what you said. A, there's a difference between when a person is employed and unemployed. How good the sex is. Really. I think so. I really do. I think a person who has a nine to five don't have time to really throw you against the wall at night because he got to go to work in the morning versus a dude who don't do shit during the day who can watch Jerry Springer with you and y'all can just practice on getting better and better and better. Mm. So dudes who work too much don't have the energy to fuck correctly. I think so. Hmm. Don't you think so about a woman who fuck a lot? Don't. 
Well, I would, yeah, I would imagine that women that work all day are exhausted. But I think anybody who works all day is fucking exactly. exhausted. Exactly. That's why I say unemployed dick is the best dick. You got a point. I, th- I guess. I know what I'm talking about because I've had both. I bet. <laughs> I've had both. It does make sense. Well, you can only t- put so much time into one thing, you know, like without, you know, if you want to have another side thing that you do. I mean, that's what sex really is if you really stop and look at it. I mean, it's something else. It's an activity, right? You can't really yes. get good at that activity Unless if, you, if you're working 12 hours a day. Yes, exactly. Anything, right? Yeah, like it's like being a comedian with a job. You're never going to succeed until you quit your job. It's true. Yeah, like everything else. Fighters have that same issue. Um, athletes of all sports. You know, if you're trying to work a day job and then do something else at night, it's much more difficult to do. It is. You don't have all of the energy that you really need to put into it. Too. Into slinging that good dick. <laughs> need to take a long nap and <laughs> eat at a leisurely pace. Yes. Relax and then think about how you're going to sling it. Yeah, I don't have the dick. I'm just saying from experiences, I, I know. I would imagine. But if you have met an unemployed dude and you're like, oh, he's unemployed. I bet he's slinging some good dick. But he's wearing Dockers. That's it. It's over. <laughs> It's a deal breaker. <laughs> it might be a deal breaker, Joe. <laughs> it it's might hilarious. be a deal breaker because I don't know too many brothers that walk around in Dockers. Dudes don't give a fuck what girls wear. Girls could wear flip flops. You can wear Dockers. If you're hot, you're hot. A girl with big tits and Dockers, you're like, yeah, all right, whatever. Who cares? And especially once you get when once you married and been with somebody for a long time, they really don't care. Then they really don't care. I think I think as the we don't. I'm, I've been married with 20-some years, and I don't care. My underwear hasn't matched since middle school. <laughs> what do you mean your underwear hasn't matched your bra? Match. Yeah, bra, yeah. bottom. Guys don't give a fuck about that. I mean, that. do you really care if, if you know, if a woman come to bed with matching underwear? Some women really get into that. I'm like, I'm, I don't give a fuck. If the panties got a seat, I'm cool. <laughs> I, think- I keep my shit till the seat fall out. If a dude cares about that, there's probably some other issues going on. For guys like that he wants specific. To wear yeah. You think so? He wants to wear them? Yeah. Oh, he's one of those guys. I don't know. I, I've yeah. never had a dude that would have on my panties. Usually I'm bigger than my men's, so they can't wear my panties any damn way. <laughs> <laughs> if they put on my panties, it's going to be like a jumpsuit. What would you do if you came home and a dude was trying on your panties? If you came home, like if you came home early and a dude had your shoes on and your pants and he was putting your panties on and... I will probably slap the shit out of him. <laughs> but what if he's like, Miss Pat, like, you got to understand, like, it's not that I'm not a man. If he's my man. Yeah. It's like, oh, I will beat the shit out of him. But what if he's like, Miss Pat, it's not that I'm not a man. It's just this excites no, me. No, no. I'm, I'm excited not, by you. No, motherfucker. Ex- not with my panties on. <laughs> you get your nasty dick out of my panties. I kill you. <laughs> what if he but, orders his own? He's like, okay, 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 okay. But are you cool with me ordering my own? I'm going to order uh, a pair that fits yeah. me. No, that's like dating a dude with long hair. You ever seen a dude who hairs better than his girlfriend? Mm-hmm. That's yes. some bullshit. It's I'm not dating bullshit. a guy with better hair than me. <laughs> <laughs> that's, I'm not doing that. You're not putting no fucking ball dust in my panties. But what if he gets his own panties? He gets his own. Don't you think a dude who want women panties are gay? <sighs> I, I try to be open-minded. I try to be open-minded, too. <laughs> Shit, I am open-minded. Get your ass out of here. There's a lot of men who even have, like, go through sex changes that still like women. They become lesbians. I heard that. My daughter, yeah. tell you know my daughter is gay. Right. So a lot of her girlfriends are getting they, uh, uh, well, not girlfriends, a lot of her gay, gay colleagues. I don't know what you call them. Colleagues. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> 
I don't fucking know. She call them the ones they hang out with. They're getting their breasts cut off, right? Whoa. And they and some of them getting their vagina, uh, their clit clitoris or mm -hmm. clitoris or you know the little mm -hmm. shit down there. The man in the boat. Yes. Stretch longer so it can be a penis. And my daughter just um, tell me this shit because I I be nosy. I was like. Why is your friend getting their titties cut off? Then so she tell me how they trying to form them a penis, but I'm like, isn't it little? Mm. So what's the purpose of closing? I mean, doing it to your vagina or making your thing longer when you still got to use a dildo? Because I, I don't give a fuck who you are. You don't want no small penis. Mm, I agree. Yes. Yeah. Well, I know that your dick um, or your clit rather becomes larger if they take testosterone. Like when you give a woman testosterone like this, that's always that thing that men freak out. If they date a female bodybuilder, they have a clit like a thumb. <laughs> I don't it's, know. <laughs> it's not like a dick, but it's like a thumb. You know what I'm saying? Like it never Is it really. Hard? I think it gets pretty hard. I don't know. I've never. I can't really say. I've never really been down there, but I've seen pictures online, and it looks like a tiny dick. Like a so, thumb-sized dick. What would you do if you about to touch somebody down there and it, they shit feel like a tiny dick? <laughs> <laughs> I would, would go. Would you choke uh, the shit out of them? And were ask you going to tell girl? me about that? I would ask them if you're going to tell me about that. Like, what's going on down there? So you'd be that calm. You wouldn't jump up and say, "Hey, is that a penis? Or well, something I need to look out for?" I would be upset if if it was a guy that was dressing up like a woman and didn't let me know. I'd okay. be upset. That's rude. I that's, think that's rude. rude. That's rude. That's beyond rude. <laughs> <laughs> you go there and to eat the vagina, and that thing slip in your mouth. That's a dick. Well, if it, but it de depends. Is it an oversized clit or is it a dick? Like, if it's a dick, like if you got a Y chromosome, if you're a dude and you're trying to pretend that you're a woman and you're not letting anybody know that you're actually a dude, that's rude. That's rude. That's okay. Rude. <laughs> he called but it rude. You, but if you're a woman and you just have a weird clit, like some people have weird fingers. You know? Yeah. Some people have long noses. Some people yeah. have crazy long noses, right? Somebody's got to have a long clit. I don't I don't know. My click is, I don't know about Normal. my click. I, I, I haven't seen Your it. Click. <laughs> Your click. Your click. Your <laughs> <laughs> Whatever's down there, <laughs> I don't really fucking know. <laughs> so. Yeah. I was um, on this uh, TV show once, and uh, I had this friend who I was working with, and her uh, boyfriend at the time before she met him, had this issue. What are you doing? I told you, put that fucking thing down. You're messing around with your goddamn phone. Oh, that's ours. Somebody, I told did you, you get here? I'm sorry. Do, do I, I, right I'm there. doing it right Flip there. Flip that okay. picture. There so you So tell me about go. your friend. Um, she was telling me that her boyfriend had went on a date with this lady. They got home. They started fooling around. He took her pants off, and she had a clit like a pinky. And he freaked the fuck out. <laughs> And he, and he, and he, that's pretty long. He, he came up with some story. He said, Oh my God, I realized I have to pick my brother up at the airport. Just ran out the door. Can you imagine a click, a click like a pinky? A click. <laughs> that bitch, when she pulled off her panties, it just fell on the bed. Like a, like a soft penis. Penis. Yes, allegedly. I mean, I don't, I don't, you know, that's what he said, that it was like a pinky. But like, who's pinky? You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody's pinky. Like, is it like, Shaquille O'Neal's pinky. Oh, that's yeah. huge. That's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a pinky. Or is that's it like Little Lester's pinky? You know, it's like everybody's got a different size pinky. So. Oh yeah, the I, little guy from uh, what's the little movie name? The little midget dude would be holding up his pinky. Oh yeah, Mini Me. Mini Me. Yeah. Now you can deal with that click. Oh. Uh, that's pretty small. Maybe. That's normal. <laughs> 
maybe. <laughs> That's pretty it's, small. It depends. Because who really know the size they supposed to be? Like you said, they right. come in all shapes and sizes. Like, but what if you're sucking on it and it comes? I don't suck them, but we can call my daughter on three-way and she tell me. <laughs> <laughs> she seems to love them. Oh, boy. Do you guys talk about that? You know, <laughs> my daughter is... You know, she don't look gay. She's the girl in a relationship. But sometimes she you, she forget that everybody ain't gay around her. So, like, I bought her a cell phone because she broke her phone. So she called me. And, you know, I'm very open-minded with my kids because I had them at 14 and 15. So, you know, I grew up. They respect me. I'm mama. But, you know, you know, we kind of open-minded. She called me like, oh, thank you for the phone, mama. I could eat you. I was like, bitch, I'm your mama. Don't say that. Oh, my goodness. I could eat you. <laughs> but oh. it was like in a joking form, you know. Yeah, I guess. Because I might call and say, hey, can you get the uh, can you get the vagina out your mouth? I need to talk to you. Because <laughs> <laughs> we're open-minded like that. I mean, I don't I don't want to see her do it. I try right. to block it out, you know, because my daughter looks so much like me. And I'll be like, oh, can you please stop kissing these chicks with my face? <laughs> I, I, be, I, I don't want to imagine what she's doing with my face, but I can guarantee you my face been on a lot of crunchy vaginas. Crunchy? Why crunchy? Because black hair is crunchy down there when oh, you don't oil it. Oh, I understand. Crunchy. You never slept with a black woman? Yes. So you know it's crunchy. You remember you did the joke about the lotion. No, that wasn't you. What lotion joke? That wasn't you. Okay. I'm fucking up. Wrong no white worries. dude. No <laughs> we all look the same. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> that Bill Burr joke. <laughs> Bill Burr had a joke about lotion? Dating a black girl and she was putting on cocoa butter. I damn near pissed myself. Oh. <laughs> Especially like when we get ready to have sex, because cocoa butter make our, uh, our skin so soft. Oh, so you you get the you put the butter the cocoa butter all over you it makes you extra soft so when you rubbing on you just woo and it really works for fat girls because you know we got dimples in our ass so it make you kind of go over the humps in your ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fat bitch secret. You didn't know that. I didn't know you that. You never got drunk and woke up next to a drunk a fat chick. Not all the cocoa buttered up. Oh, that's right. She was the wrong color. <laughs> she got to be black to be cocoa buttered up. Only black girls use cocoa butter? White girls don't use cocoa butter? I don't butter? have white girlfriends, so I don't know. Do your girls use cocoa butter? Black people love cocoa butter. What is it? What about cocoa butter? Like, How did that get a foothold in the black market? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. We got to talk to my ancestor. But they, it's good for removing scars. It is? That's what they say. They say when you get pregnant, you're supposed to rub it on your stomach. But I've had four kids, and my stomach's still fucked up. <laughs> so I don't, I don't stand by that product. Yeah, I've heard that before. I did hear that before, that like cocoa butter for pregnant women reduces the risk of uh, stretch marks, right? Yes. Yeah, it does, doesn't work? Uh, no, it didn't work for See, me. I talked to a doctor about that, and he said it's all bullshit. He said it's completely genetic. Yes. He said some people, they just stretch out and snap back like a rubber band, and nothing happened. Yep. And other people, they can gain, like, a girl. I dated a girl who gained, like, 10 pounds, not much, and she had these bear claw marks on her ass. It was crazy. <laughs> yeah, it was some like get them on the ass. But it was insane. It didn't even make any sense. It was like, how did your ass get so fucked up from 10 my pounds? Niece, my niece is probably a 100 and... 20 pounds and she had two kids so she, her stomach got really big but it went completely flat after the baby but yeah. her stomach's so fucking wrinkled and she can't afford no tummy tuck so she went out and put this gigantic tattoo of a tiger and where the, where the scratch marks at she just got the tiger scratching herself. <laughs> <laughs> i said 
that bitch, that is a ghetto um, stomach lift right there. Because you have to really get close to know that her stomach is wrinkled. Because whoever did the tattoo hooked it up. That's hilarious. Yes. Brian Redband shows up. Hey, how's it going? Hey, fella. Hey. I brought you some nuts. I don't want nuts. Uh, this guy, a comedian, makes these really good, like, nuts that are, it's kind of like Nature Box. Okay. That's like the next Sriracha cashews right there. And I was like, dude, you need to sell these. You can make a, a lot of well, money. So. Ain't no drugs in them, is it? No, there's no drugs. Okay, they're good. You know, Not great I might podcasts. be on parole. You never shit. know. Don't eat them on the... <laughs> oh, right. you'll, you'll come through the microphone. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> so do you have a picture of this tattoo? No, I don't have a picture. God, I you gotta get cut. a picture of that. Yeah, but I was like, why would you do that? Why would you put that gigantic? Because she's only like a hundred and some pounds, and when she wear like tank top and it's a big ass tiger. But whoever did it really hooked it up because everywhere the scratch marks at, which her stomach is fucked up, the tiger just scratching the shit. Out. <laughs> do, do you know her still? Yeah, I talk to my niece every day. We call, text her. Tell, tell, tell her, her to send me a send send picture. That. I need to see a picture of that. Okay. We need a picture of that. Let me text her and ask her to send me a picture of her tattoo. Yeah, that sounds hilarious. We're talking. She's 120 pounds. She had uh, kids, got all fucked up and stretched out. Her stomach snapped back, but she has stretch marks. So she got a tiger tattooed on her stomach. Oh, that's perfect. With claws, <laughs> just ripping apart the stretch marks. Hey, that's think about it. It's smart. way cheaper than getting a stomach tuck. A Those tuck. stomach tucks are brutal too. If you if you get your skin cut off like that, like there's a strong chance of infection. Like people don't think of your skin as an organ, but it's actually an organ. Your skin isn't just, you know, tissue. It's an organ. Like well, it absorbs that, sunlight. I lose weight. I'm gonna get my titties lift and my stomach tucked and my neck pulled back. You could do it. I mean, I know people have done it. It does work. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it it is a it's a serious procedure. I know. You, you do know. I Are you gonna lose weight? For, I'm working on it. What are you doing? I'm walking. Walking. That's it? What else you want me to do? God damn it. Watch what you eat. You got to watch what you eat. I do. <laughs> you just poured two fucking buckets of sugar into that fucking coffee. <laughs> Why are you fucking up when I'm trying to stop? <laughs> <laughs> well, how the fuck am I supposed to drink my coffee? Oh, well, I just, that's not... <laughs> I only been doing this shit a little while. How damn, long is know, a little while? Um, I started in late December. What, January? Have you lost any weight yet? Like 13 pounds, you can't tell. That's all right. Listen, that's pretty good. 13 pounds, that's actually good to do it slowly like that. 13 pounds over a couple months, you know? Well, I had a personal trainer, but uh, this dude was wearing me out. That's what happens. That's how you get in shape. I know, but <laughs> Too much? when you leave there and your vagina muscles, is, and you pissing on yourself in, in you the exercise. You yourself? Yes. I was like, you just can't lift my legs like that, sir, and think you just going to take my <laughs> shit all the way open like that. You got my vagina doing shit. It ain't did since the seventh grade. Put my goddamn legs to hell. So I quit. That does happen to women who have had a bunch of babies, though. They, yeah. they have a hard time maintaining their urine. Like sometimes well, if you if you fucking pulling muscles that you ain't used in a little while, of course you're going to piss on yourself. But that's the only way to get in shape. You got to push your body. I know I'm pushing my body, but I'm like, dude, too much. Know, not. I don't know. I just quit. And I went you to just quit. Yes. And he's been calling me a month. He did it for a whole month, a whole month. And then you just woke up one day and just give me those fucking Doritos. I ain't ate no fucking Doritos. <laughs> you don't eat Doritos? <laughs> yeah, I eat Doritos. <laughs> You do. You're confusing me. You're sending mixed messages. I eat Doritos, but I haven't eaten any Doritos. Oh, I see. Because I'm trying to lose weight. Right. I quit from him because I kept fucking 
peeing on myself. Not peeing on myself. Working, you know. <laughs> I wanted right. to take a break. You were just leaking a little. <laughs> Fuck you, were leaking you a little. I understand what you're saying. Why don't you just get some, you know, pants that are designed to keep moisture in? Uh, they call a panty liner. Yeah, yeah. I keep them. They like a credit card. Credit card? With no limit. What? <laughs> Fuck. I don't think you can buy anything with penny liners. No. But <laughs> you should, you should no. probably talk to other people that are giving you financial advice. It's <laughs> not going to work out. No, penny liners are like visas cards for women mm -hmm. over 40. You don't leave home without them. Oh, I understand. Yes. Oh, I see. They're very important. They're you very know how important. you grab your wallet before you walk out of the house? Yes. Most women make sure they have on their penny liner. Really? Yeah. Most women? I don't know, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know that most women, I mean, well, I know I when do, they're having their know, period or they suspect. I mean, no, you do, mo we use panty liner, honestly. All jokes aside, to keep the seat of your panties from looking different colors, I think. Oh, to keep it from staining. Yes. But I don't give a fuck about the bottom of my panties. You don't? No. That's what it's no. there for, the catch shit. The catch shit. <laughs> it's like an awful net. It's a click eyelash. <laughs> Click eyelash. I That's like right. that. You're so fun, Joe. You know, I, I got to tell you, I used to be scared of you, right? Why? I don't know. You got that tough persona. And see, I know you do that MF, MFC <laughs> shit. <laughs> MFC? My free cams? No, what the shit you be doing? You know, the karate shit you be doing. Karate knocking shit. people the fuck out. And so, I was kind of a little intimidating. You walk around your chest all big and shit. You know, nice chest, nice bodies. You look, you look tough. I was like, oh, I'm scared of this dude. Then I get in here the first time. I was like, he's cool as fuck. I wanted to kiss you the first time, but I was still. You can kiss me. No, not today. Not today? <laughs> Back then you wanted to kiss me with too many panty letter talk? It's too fucked up. Did she send you the picture of the tiger tattoo? No, I'm trying to get her. I just got to her phone number. What is the deal with panty liners? Because I've never seen them on a girl before. And then recently this young girl had them. And she's like, oh, no, I wear them every day. Everybody, keep you fresh down there. They come with, they come with, they, they come with uh, deodorized, you know. Deodorizer. Yes, deodorizer. Well, some it's like girls a Febreze smell, in your underwear. But some girls' panties smell good, like their pussy That's smells good. That's what you think. That's what I think. Yeah, you don't know the trick behind getting them panties to smell like that. Getting their vagina smell good? Oh, vagina got an yeah. odor. Do you agree? All? I don't, I'm, I'm, this, I'm very limited study group. What? I mean, how many, look, there's fucking 7 billion people on the planet, 3.9 billion women. Oh, uh -uh, don't do that. Don't do that with me. I'm telling you about real pussy. I'm not talking about real what, you read, what, you, what you read. Real pussy. Oh, yeah, real pussy. Real pussy. Oh, pussy come with an odor. <laughs> well, yeah, it, I'm, I'm sure that it comes with an odor, but not a bad odor. No, no, it's okay. just a natural odor. Natural You know, like odor. the ocean, you know how the ocean smell when you stick yes. your nose to one of those uh, seashells, you know. Fishy? Fishy. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> it's all, all vagina got old. I mean, uh, right. uh, old. Right. No matter how much you watch it, no, ma no matter. Well, yeah, things, wood smells. Wood has a smell. Yeah. 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 The coffee has a smell. Yeah. So. But you're not talking about like a stench. No, not, not. A, if it's a stench, it, it's an There's indication of something wrong with it. Right. Yeah. You know what's fucked up about uh, yeast infections? A lot of yeast infections, not all of them, obviously, they come from a girl having sex with more than one guy, which is crazy. Like, what a weird thing that, like, if you have sex with one guy, like that guy's cum in your vagina is okay. But if two different guys cum it, gets oh in your God. vagina, it becomes a yeast uh, infection. I don't know about that now. <clears throat> but yeah. they dangerous. They hurt. They hurt. My, my friend used to, I used to have a friend, right? I still talk to I mean, to yeast her. infections hurt. Yeah, they itch like yeah. a motherfucker. It's like crabs. You ever had crabs? Nope. Yeah. 
Oh God! <clears throat> You've had them. Yes. Mm, and I, they, I bite. <laughs> they bite. I'm sure. <laughs> but it's, with a yeast infection, it's on the inside, so you got uh, uh, trying to rub it. Ooh. It's it's really you you if it's if it get really bad, you could really probably scratch the skin out the inside if you don't go get it treated. You know that's a funny thing that people are not worried about saving. There's an organism that no one worries about saving is crabs because crabs are on the verge of extinction <laughs> because people are shaving their pubic hairs. That's a, a real issue today. There's very few crabs left in the world, in the wild. Uh, I agree. No, but it used to be, no, I'm serious. It yeah, used, used to be to... a big thing. Like back in the 70s, fucking everybody had crabs. Why? Because they all had goddamn shrubbery growing in their underwear. They had huge bushes. Nobody trimmed their pussy. Nobody trimmed their dick. It was just a chaos down there. Uh, uh, so two people would have sex, and it would be like two jungles. Well, somebody had to put the crabs and... there. <laughs> what do you mean? Somebody had to go get the crabs and put them down for them to mingle in the jungle. They just didn't go and say, hey, this is my dick today and jump on it. Well, that's the case with every disease. Every disease had to start with one person, right? Allegedly. Yeah, okay, and a lot okay, of them okay, start following you. with wildlife. And uh, a lot of them start with, um, like today's diseases, big, big portion of today's disease started with agriculture. Like, um, like a lot of chickens, diseases come from um, uh, livestock. A lot of diseases come from pigs, swine flu, famous flu. I'm talking about venereal disease. bird flu. Well, I mean, any disease. Any oh, disease. Okay. Diseases, I mean, it's all really the same thing if you think about it. They all have to start with a person. The difference between venereal diseases is sexually transmitted. But you could transmit venereal diseases through blood, too, if you figured out a way to get, you know, someone's blood inside of you. It's just... Whatever the disease is, getting it from one person to one person, it had to have an original host. Okay. It's fucked up, right? A lot of them come from, like, when you see factory farms, like uh, like livestock farms and bird farms, that's where a lot of diseases come from. <clears throat> they morph because there's a giant population of animals living their own shit. You know, so that, what, do you, what make you think crabs is on the verge of extinction? So there's articles written about it. Oh. That the instances of genital crabs have drastically reduced since uh, the implementation of pornographic visual vagina trimming and penis trimming. Oh, wow. Yeah, because people shave their pussies and dicks. Not now. me. Not you. Let it wild. Yeah. 100%. Mine's got an afro pick in it. <laughs> 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 I like to see you laugh. <laughs> God damn. I mean, to me, shaving your vagina is for young girls. Mm. You know what I'm saying? At a certain point in time, it's over. Well, I do, but I don't do it at my house because I don't want to clean it up. So I wait till I, I'm at a hotel on the road. <laughs> then I do oh, it. no. So she when knows. you're on the road, then you start burning down the house? <laughs> yeah. That shit is hard. You know, I got black hair. That shit curl up on your walls. And it's hard to get off. <laughs> oh, you seen a Jerry curl stuck on a wall before, Joe? I have not seen Jerry curl stuck on a well, wall. Well, I mean, you know, <clears throat> go out and, you know... I'm serious. The shit sticks to the wall. So I wait till I'm on the road and let somebody else clean it up. So when you're on the road, though, you do trim it up? Every now and then. You got a text. Is that the picture? I'm trying to see Nancy's her? her. Yeah. Did she send no. it? No. No? No, not yet. She work uh, at night. All right. Put that phone down there. Okay. Flip that shit over. Flip it over, too. Okay. She's got one of those things. She can't help it. Mm. She's got Neil Brennan disease. You start fucking with your phone every five seconds. So do you shave your wiener? <clears throat> Shit, I don't. Well, my dick doesn't get hairy, but the the, the the lid. I said wiener. He said the dick. Top, <laughs> the top does. Oh, the top. <clears throat> yeah, I shave my balls and above the dick, but the dick itself does not. Get hairy. <laughs> not not around there, like the trunk of it. It doesn't get that. <clears throat> little, not uh, really. I get a little couple raggedy hairs. 
But it's really the top area that you have to be concerned Well, I'm over with. 40, so hair is good when you're over 40. Because when the wind go between your leg, you warm. The wind goes between your legs. Well, wind don't go between my legs because my thighs is together. But I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> it whistles. So when you get to... Like any sort of a windy intersection, <laughs> no, you're more protected because of. Well, your I live in the Midwest, hair. so right. you shouldn't shave it to keep it warm down there. Mm, I see. Well, girls would always say that they would put like uh, they put on their winter twenty. Like Is that girl, what it's called? Girls would put on weight for the winter. I'm like, this no. just you're just fucking lazy. That, I'm, <laughs> well, what, I'm still. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I don't even know what the fuck to say. I never heard that before. The winter twenty. You never heard that. Yeah. Uh, no, I never heard that. Well, for some some gals like to get real thin in the summer so they look sexy and you know, wear little cute outfits. And then the winter comes along, they go, "All right, it's time to fatten up for the fucking snow." Oh, okay. Yeah. I never wish heard I that can, before. I wish I can get thin for the summer. I'm working on it. So when you say you're working <clears throat> on it, though, like do, I walk every day, Joe. Right. And um. I do a little weights and a little the bicycle. I'm doing mm -hmm. about an hour and a half a day. About five days a week when when I'm home. I went this morning. Oh, yeah? Yes. What would you do this morning? I walked for 45 minutes and rode the bike for 20, <clears throat> and I did 20 jumping jacks. Oh, that's good. Yes. That's good stuff. I so, think so. Do you watch what you eat? Yeah. <laughs> watch it go right in your mouth. <laughs> I, uh, I ate strawberries <clears throat> and an omelet this morning. Oh, that's good. So you're yeah. eating healthy. I'm trying. I'm trying. Oh. It's hard when you're on the road and you get lonely and yeah. you get a bucket of ice cream and call your husband. He don't uh, answer. The ice cream. I don't eat ice Comfort. cream. You don't? So what are mm -mm. you saying? I just like food. I mean, you Who know. Who doesn't? Food's great. I mean, when I'm by myself and I can afford more. So I go out to fancy a restaurant because I don't have my fucking kids there in my ear. You know, I don't have to say, hey, if I'm going to buy this steak for me, I got to buy you one, too. I'm by my fucking self, so I go out and I splurge. Right. Yeah. I see. Sometimes. I got a bad habit of spending. A bad habit of spending? Yeah, I like to do shit. You know, like, go eat and shop and I get bored. <laughs> you mean when you're on the road? Yeah. Yeah. Home, often, too. How often are you? Home, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm on the road about... Three times a month, three weekends a three month. Three weekends a month. Mm -hmm. That's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, you live in Indianapolis, right? Are you Indianapolis? Do you work out in Indianapolis? Like your yes. material? That's where you do your stuff. Yes. Yeah. A little bit. A little bit. Yeah, I drive down to Kentucky too because the people who owns Morty's, uh -huh. they also own the club in Kentucky. So I how drive far does that drive? Hour and a half. Oh, that's not bad. I didn't know that Indianapolis was only an hour and a half from Kentucky. Louisville. Really? Mm -hmm. Indianapolis and Louisville, only an hour and a half away. Yeah, he just left there. Hmm. Who was you with? Tiffany and who else? Tiffany Haddish and uh, Tony Hinchcliffe, I think. No, no. it was Delray. Delray. Yeah, it was him. Dean Delray. <clears throat> yeah. So, but that's why I work on my material. That's nice, though, that you're working three weekends a month. That's nice. It's getting better. Help, you know, the podcast world have really been supportive. I went to Chicago after I did chores, and all of these fit fuckers from a gym came out. I was like, holy <laughs> fuck. Them, I can tell the different people from the different podcasts. Your people are always in fucking shape. Well, that's good. Yeah. And they just so motivated. They be like, oh, Miss Pat, you can do it. I'm like, go fuck yourself and get off my page. <laughs> <laughs> so they're, they're trying to give you help? Yeah, I mean, the tips. fans are pretty, the ones who stay with me, you know, those are the ones that really like you, fuck everybody else. Right. You know. Well, I guarantee you we can get you a trainer in Indianapolis that won't make you pee yourself. 
Really? Yeah. yeah for we'll free? Find somebody. We'll find somebody. Find for somebody. free? Why? Why is everything got to be free? Don't you make money? I'm a for Democrat. Free? For free? <laughs> for free? You said it like three times. For free? For free? Why for free? You you just said you work. I do. Work. You said you Them work three weekends a month. Oh, how expensive can they be? Uh, they they cost money. You're headlining. Yeah, you're but doing I got... well. I know you're doing well. I hear. Ooh. I hear things. What the fuck you hear? That I, I hear you're doing well. I hear you selling tickets. I, I hear people are coming to see you. They love you. People are coming to see me. Thank you they so love very you. much. Uh, Joe, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can't you just say, "Hey, y'all sponsor me, Pat, and I give you a shout out on my show." Why yeah. my show? What about you? you? Give him a shout out on Twitter. That's all you have to do. Oh, really? People I give you a that. shout out if you want to train me, and I don't have to pee on myself. Just yeah. two months. You come to my house. If someone can prove to you that they can get you in shape, will you start paying them then? Yeah. Then you'll pay them. The last guy was getting me in shape, and you were paying him. Yeah. The How thing much? is, you got to knock on my door and make me come out. You gotta knock on your door. You gotta wake you up. No. <laughs> Does he have to feed you? Does he have to put your shoes on? I'm working on it, okay, Joe. Goddamn, you sound like a a stepdaddy. Well, I'm just trying to find out where your line is. I'm trying to find out where your line is. Like, what? I'm a little lazy, but a I'm working lazy. on it. Yes. So someone just has to kind of get you to do it. You know what? Is I get started and then I don't see no results. Like I have a problem where I would get on the scale every fucking day. Mm -hmm. And he was like, stay the fuck off that scale. Because, you know, you drink water, you that, that's water weight. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I spent all this fucking time at the gym and I didn't lose shit. So well, you can't just lose weight instantaneously. <laughs> I mean, I know, but I'm an ex-drug dealer, so everything is was fast in my life. Right. And I like shit to be fast in my life. Right, but it wasn't fast to get big. You got to get well the same really, way you Really, I think sick. I woke up like this. <laughs> I don't remember gaining no hundred and some pounds during my marriage. My marriage, we just, we, we used to have a lot of sex and eat Taco Bell. And 10 go. years later, we woke up fat. That's, that's. I don't remember ever Taco changing Bell. panty sizes. One day I just went from a 16 to in my 20s. I'm like, what the fuck? What's a 16? Is that large? What's the size 16 panties? I don't know what that uh, a means. normal size. But I don't know what that means. Like, what, what size person would that be? 100 pounds, 120 Probably, pounds? Uh, it's according, for me, a 16 is about 175. Well, you were weighing 175. When I met my husband. And then somewhere along the line, just and he was kept... straight out the military, so he wasn't fat either. You know, I told you remember I told you my husband was a vegan, mm -hmm. and he lost all that weight. Mm -hmm. He gained it all back. <laughs> he gained it all back. Oh no! Well, you know, he don't eat meat. He just went on a cookie diet. A cookie diet. <laughs> a cookie when did diet. this happen? Um, he gained about sixty pounds back. And since the last time you were here, oh uh, yeah, that's insane. That's fucking unhealthy. I keep telling them. That's I say you can't keep having what... your titties go up and down like that. You're gonna mm. have a heart attack. That's yeah. The heart attack is the real concern, yes. not the titties. Yeah, the, the titties oh, yeah. are gonna get wrecked for sure. <laughs> you lose and gain that much weight, your body doesn't know what the fuck. So to do now with your he's skin. back in the gym. Yeah, well, you can't gain. That's a scary you thing. You know what happened? I'll tell you what happened. He went. Um, his gout flared up. Oh. So when his gout flare up, he can't do shit. You right. uh, you never had gout. I have a friend who has it. Oh, that is some painful shit. My husband can't do shit. His toe just be, it looked like it fucking talking to you. It mm -hmm. just red. Does he take medication for it? Well, it's his diet. Mm -hmm. It's his diet. What what about the diet? Like what, you know, they say gout, they used to say it was like a king's disease. It used to affect a lot of like royal people back in the day because they well, drank a lot of wine. Over, that man overseas, what's his name? Kong Jun Woo? 
the man Kim Jong Il. Yeah, him. Yeah, he got gout. The new one, Kim Jong Un. Yeah, the son. son. Yeah, he does gout. Yeah, that's yeah. what they say. It's uh, it's associated with people that are overweight, but it's also associated with specific diets, like diets that are rich in certain foods. I forget what it is, but I know some wine has something to do with it. You don't drink wine. Mm. What's the symptoms? I don't know. You get like joint pain. My friend who has it, he's got like he gets really painful heels, like his feet swell up, and, and it goes really anywhere. My it husband have it only in his left toe. In his left toe only? Yep, that's the only place it flare up. Really? Yep. That's weird. My father-in-law just passed in November, and um, he had it all over his body. He had it in his arms, his hands. Like, my mother-in-law got it in her arms. But everybody in my husband's family got it. Hmm. Okay, here's what it says. There are a number of factors, uh, risk factors for gout. The more risk factors a person has, the greater risk of developing gout. When examining a patient, take the following risk factors into consideration to ensure a proper diagnosis. Hyper... Hyperuricemia, classified as a uric acid. Yeah, uric, yeah, uric acid. acid. That's one of the things that has to do that for for some reason or another has to do with diet, right? Yeah. Family history, age, gender, gout affects men more than women. Ethnicity, the instances of gouty arthritis and uh, comorbid conditions varies by ethnicity. In the U.S., Hispanics and African Americans who have features of metabolic syndrome are more likely to develop gout. Obesity. What's that? What are you putting that up for? I got a trainer. What? What is that? It was a trainer for his past. Okay. <laughs> Give some I'll trainer. You. you don't even know that guy sucks. Yeah. It could not even. Yeah, not what even if I trainer. get there and he? What, yeah, not just, I had one trainer. He was fat. That's not good. I know, <laughs> and he wore a weight belt to like a girdle, and I was like, I'm not gonna keep paying your fat ass. Crystals. This is the other thing. They, they yeah, it forms crystals. And that's, that's why it hurts has. so bad. That's yeah. why it hurts so bad. My husband say it feels like somebody is just fucking got fire to your skin. Alcohol consumption, uh, especially beer. Purine, he stopped drinking beer. Says purine. I don't even. That's not even the dog food. Purina. Purine rich foods, especially red meat and shellfish. Yep. High fructose laden foods like high fructose corn syrup. Crash diets. Crash diets. I'm gonna tell him that. Including high protein fat diets. Uh, starting uric acid lowering therapy without anti-inflammatory coverage. Hmm. Bed rest often post-operative. And all and those it, things trigger gout. Nothing, nothing can stop the pain. Nothing. Mm -mm. Like Tylenol. No, they can't Advil, give you anything. They'll give nothing. you something to try to calm it down, but nothing. Like if my husband get it, what do he? What do he drink? Uh, um, he drinks something to make his calm down. Oh, cr um, uh, organic uh, pre what is it? Organic uh, cranberry juice. Or organic cranberry juice. Yeah, 100% cranberry juice calms it down. Yeah, most cranberry juice is like cranberry juice cocktail, which is like not very a cocktail. sugar. Because the one he buys like $9, like yeah. 7 or $8 at Kroger, oh, down okay. to organic aisle. And that the, helps. Yes, and he drinks it like every shit, day. Right? Probably tastes like shit. It's, it's very, very, very tart. Bitter. It's tart. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's tart cranberry juice. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. Well, cranberry juice cocktail. Like most people think they're drinking cram cranberry juice. No, that's bullshit. You're drinking a lot of sugar. Yes, you are. But my husband drinks the tart. And yeah. he drinks like maybe, he drinks it like at least once a week to keep the flare-ups. He can tell now when they're about to flare-up and he get on his cranberry juice and it'll go away. Hmm.
That's interesting. Doesn't that hurt with women who have urinary tract infections as well? Yeah, that shit feel like gonorrhea. Does it? You know what gonorrhea feels like? I know what a lot of shit feel like. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't always had health care. But urinary tract infections, that's uh, one thing that women who take cranberry juice, they do that. Yeah, to yeah, to cleanse your vagina. You want to keep it down. Because if you get, like, if it, if it get really bad and you go to piss, you could run out the bathroom. Whoa. That shit hurt. Damn. Yeah. Why does it hurt? Because it's inflamed? Because it it's burning. Mm -hmm. It's like if you tuck your wiener out, let me stick a lighter to it. Hey, easy. Oh, I was just trying to demonstrate the pain. But why call a wiener? With dick. That's what hurt. Thank you. <laughs> oh, okay. Wiener style like a Wiener's kid. Wiener is sad. <laughs> wiener is sexy to me. Wiener is sexy to you? What? If, you, if your husband's like, listen, baby, I'm going to sling my wiener your way. Well, my husband don't allow me to talk in the bedroom because my voice is deep. He doesn't allow you to talk <laughs> in the bedroom. He's like, fucking clear your throat. Clear he tells you not to talk in the bedroom. Listen, we're going to walk through the threshold of silence where we do our fucking. What time he said, shut up, you fucking up my concentration with your voice. Whoa, what were you saying? Rock oh, fuck me, fuck me. Oh, come on. Harder, motherfucker. <laughs> you know the shit to make you feel like you're young when you're having sex. Wow. Yeah. All so, that deep talk. Yeah, <laughs> deep talk. He don't like my... He say when I lay down and my boobs go up out of my neck, I really sound like a man. Like, I call... <laughs> Why are you looking at me like that, Just dude? Fascinating. <laughs> you know, I'm fat, so my titties going to roll up out of my neck right. if I'm laying down. <laughs> Do they ever cover your eyes? Uh, they probably could. Like one time I woke up and I thought my husband was choking me, but it was my titties up under my neck. Wow. Your titties were under your neck so heavy that you thought your husband was choking you? Yeah, I thought some, I thought he kind of like had his hand around my neck. And then I, I woke up and, I, uh, uh, and it was my fucking, I wasn't choking, but you know how you feel something on you when you right. sleep? So. So that also affects the way you talk. So you guys have deals. Yeah, I don't you talk, can't in, talk the in the bedroom. Do you have any deals for him? Like he can't talk anywhere else. Like you should have a room where he can, he's got to <laughs> shut the fuck up. Uh, you can't just have a room where only he gets to talk. Well, he don't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Know. You should give him a room, but you got to get a room too. Well, I'm working on getting a bedroom so I don't have to watch the bullshit ass TV that he watch. Oh, so you're working on getting a separate bedroom? Yeah, I have one. That's My niece is just in there. I got to wait till they leave. That's the beginning of the end. And you get separate bedrooms. Well, we're not going. I'm going to go there and watch TV and relax. That's it. Yeah, no, I have to sleep with my husband. I love my husband, Joe. I believe you. I he's my hero. You know, most people wait on somebody riding on a white horse. He came in on a Nissan and got me out the ghetto. I love <laughs> <laughs> my baby. He gave a bitch health care. He didn't punch a bitch in the eye every Friday. No gun, real, no crabs, no baby mama. None of that bullshit. Well, he I'm sounds happy. like a great guy. He is a great guy. Except for that me? all you can't talk in the bedroom shit. Well, I got a deep voice. <laughs> <laughs> Just make a deal where he, Okay, so then you get this new bedroom. Then he's got to shut the fuck up in the new bedroom. Yes. And then the new bedroom, you can just talk all kinds of crazy shit. <laughs> you could have, you know, Miss Pat's well, bedroom know, where she gets to talk. <laughs> and in his bedroom. Maybe I go get me a vibrator and talk to the vibrator. It won't tell me to shut the fuck up. Well, you don't have to go that crazy. But I'm just Women saying. Women love vibrators. I believe you. I never use a vibrator. Never. I just, never. You've never tried one. I've been fucking since I was 12. I don't have no problem getting laid. I believe that as well. Yes. But did you ever get curious? Like, what's he with all the fuss is all about? Well, no. Nothing? 
because you know you know what they say they say once you die you're gonna meet god and gonna flash your life back in your face <laughs> i don't want to see that vibrating scene when i have to get into heaven <laughs> <laughs> i wouldn't worry about it i mean think about all the other shit you got in your head well i got an excuse for that choking <laughs> yourself with your tits yeah but you don't want to look at god and say oh i needed a nut why not no, I don't want to do that. Well, listen, I mean, God's the one who gave you this desire to come. Well, I know that. I mean, that was just joking. I, I, I don't like vibrators. You don't, don't like them. No. I, but you don't I, know because you haven't tried them, right? I know. That's what my girlfriends say. But I've always had sex with somebody. I mean, mm. who going to suck my titty, Joe? Me? So you demand certain activities yes. while you're having sex that the, vagina's, that the vibrator is not capable of fulfilling. Exactly. Who am I talk to? I get it. I see what you're saying. Yeah. It makes I mean, a lot of sense. I mean, I think they're cute. You think a vibrator's cute? I've seen them in all sizes. I hosted a vibrator party one time. You hosted a vibrator party? Yes. And uh, it, at the time, this the new one was, you you can uh, it had a suction cup on it. So you just stick it to the toilet and you fuck yourself. Oh, and God. Anywhere in the house. It just stick to the wall. Mm -hmm. And it was crazy. And women was buying these shit of all sizes, Joe. Yeah. Out like this, like this. I had a friend who had a girlfriend who couldn't come without it. She got addicted to it, and so that like, they would have sex. Shit. They would he would fuck the shit out of her, and then she'd go, oh, "Give me that thing." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Hitachi's are known for that because they're so powerful that they pretty much make it so it's numb down there that they only have to have that feeling to to come now. Who, who, who was that? Hitachi's are like the, those really strong ones that you plug into the wall. And those things just... Hitachi, is it a massager that girls use as a vibrator? Yeah, it's a famous... Uh, it's one of the oldest um, massagers. It looks kind of like a, a like a long uh, ice cream cone or something. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. The one I saw, they was plastic and they just... Woo. Yeah, those look like dicks. Well, the one well he's my talking daughter about, have a lot of them, too. Oh. Yeah. The lesbian daughter. Yeah. 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 My other daughter's 16. I hope she ain't got no vibrator. The one... That's weird. Like, so... Lesbians will use vibrators and strap-ons and all that shit. Yes, but they don't want no they dick. They don't want no dick. No. But they want something inside them. No, that's why I have a joke. That's why I have a joke. I was asking my daughter, I was like, why are you gay? If, I mean, if, if titties is your thing, go out and get a fat boy. Yeah, hmm. that's, a, that's a Hitachi. And it's super powerful. Like, if you have a full blast. Who put that in their vagina? Well, it's not supposed to. You, don't, you just put it on the clit. It's yeah. not supposed it's to be for that, though. It's supposed to be for your back. You know? Oh, God. Yeah. I don't know nothing about that type of sex. I'm just straight up and down and go to sleep. Straight up and down and then and go, go to sleep. sleep. Yeah. If someone buys one for you, will you at least try it? And no, I would back not. On it? I'm not doing that bullshit. Not interested. I'm a Christian. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Christians don't use vibrators. They have Jesus ones. Crucifix ones. What if one of them is blessed? Yeah. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I'm not using no vibrator. How does that work? Are Christians allowed to masturbate? I don't know. I'm not a real Christian. <laughs> <laughs> I am a Christian. I'm a Christian. <laughs> You're not a real Christian, but you are a Christian. I'm a Christian. I am. I believe in God and Jesus. I am. And mm. I've been baptized 25 times, so of course I'm a Christian. 25 times? Yes. Why were you baptized 25 times? Well, uh, my mama had a scheme in the hood back in the day when you, you know, when all the churches cared about you. So if you go to church and you was like we was poor. So if you had problems with your financial problems, if you had financial problems and you joined the church, and the church will write you a check for your finances that month. Really? Yeah, it was a black church. That's amazing. Well, that's why black church don't give out money without interviews no more. <laughs>
They used that's to, why no churches give out interview money without interviews. But that's a, that is a beautiful function of a church, though, that they could actually. Well, help it was a lot of churches doing problems. it. Yeah. So so, how, how did that work? So my mama would take us. It was five of us, and she would take us to get. We would join the church, you know, like we really gonna come, and you know, and they would pay our light bill, our rent, or whatever. And so they, the, the pastor always wanted to baptize you. So my mama had a scheme where she would set these churches up to get us baptized to get help. So you you bring the kid in, you say, I want my child to get baptized. I got a lot of financial well, you schedule difficulties. It. No, you schedule it. She'll go to the church, ask right. for help, and, and they, you know, they always try to talk you into joining because you need members to keep going. Uh -huh. And my mom's like, yeah, I join, you know, and get baptized or whatever. I don't know how the meeting went down. I just showed up for the baptism. So you'd show up, they would baptize yeah. you, they'd put, dunk you in the water, and yeah. then what happens? They give you some money? They give my mama the money. Food. How much money? Like, I don't know. I was a kid. Right, I but, didn't even know that. I didn't even realize. Yeah, I didn't even realize this shit wasn't right, was abnormal until I was on my phone with my girlfriend, probably about eight years ago. And I'm talking to her, probably like 10 years ago, and we was talking about baptism. And, she, and I was like, I got baptized 25 times. She's like, who the fuck baptized you 25 times? <laughs> I was like, how many times was you baptized? She was like, once. I was like, why? And I was like, oh, that was a fucking scheme. Uh, did you ever talk to your mom about that? My mom is dead. My mama died when, I was when she was 39. I was 16 with two kids. Wow. She had diabetes. Wow. That's one more reason to try to get she healthy, She wasn't right? fat. She was 98 pounds. Damn, 98 pounds. Never she had was diabetes. fat. Yes. She was an alcoholic. You know, uh, my mom, I think my mama, they say diabetes when you don't got no health care, no insurance. They just put whatever pills you were taking. That's what the motherfucker died of. Uh, but I, I think my mama just died of of a broken heart. She oh. had a rough life. You know, she had five kids before she was 23. She was uneducated. She was in a very abusive relationship with my daddy. I mean, we never had shit. We always lived in places where we got evicted because she lived off welfare. I mean, she just, she, I mean, I'm not going to say she never had a chance. She just had a bad life. Whatever, whatever she was, it was it's a cycle. So mm -hmm. whatever her parents, whatever she saw her parents do, she went on and did it. And you, so did my sister. And so did you. Oh, I changed my life. Right. But you, yeah. you broke the cycle. Yeah. But is, is, did that like occur to you while you were young and when you yes. had kids? Like I'm doing the same thing my mom was doing? Yes. Like my mama would have me at a really young age, like uh, lighting cigarettes at five or six. Lighting her cigarettes? Yes. And but I was taught in school. Well, I, mean, well, I probably was about six or seven. And I, but we was taught in school not to smoke. You remember that Joe Cool guy with the cigarettes? You remember uh -huh, the little camel? Camel. That's who I'm talking about. Remember yeah. how cool he was? But in school, you was taught not to smoke. Cigarettes will kill you. Right. So that always stuck in my head. But when my mom would send me in the, in the uh, room and me in the kitchen to light her cigarettes off the stove, and she was like, "Make sure you pull it two times." And I'm like, "Bitch, they just told me I'm gonna die." I didn't say that to her. I said that in my head. You know, make sure them. you pull it. She was, she was telling you. Yeah, we had to inhale it to Why? get it going. Oh I don't fucking God. know. But my sister smoked everything in the book from that shit. I ain't inhale. You know what? How she? The reason why she stopped me from doing it, because I would go in there and fucking fry that fucking cigarette. God and she would slap damn. the shit out of me. She smoked Winston's. So already that shit is super strong. So we'd be, oh, I don't spit on the mic. <laughs> we'd, be in there, we'd be in there coughing and shit. My sister got, my sister probably was smoking at eight years old. How old were you when she was getting you to light her cigarettes? Probably about, well, my sister probably about eight. So she's two years older than me. So you were six years old and she was telling you to take a hit off a cigarette. Yes, we did it every day. Fuck. That's crazy. We did it every Fuck. day. We knew how to pull her gin and she drunk gin and water. 
So we, we would go back there and make her a drink all the time. She would tell you to make her a drink? Uh, yes. And I wow. used to always say, everything I see you motherfuckers do, I'm never going to do it. I don't smoke or drink. And it's, you know, <laughs> I always said my mama made me think she did everything unsexy. Just like she wasn't like most moms. Like, and she smoked a cigarette. She didn't hold it like, you know how you saw most women hold it. She held that bitch like a joint because she smoked a lot of weed. And I said, why you do everything like a man? I didn't say that to her, but like, she never drank out of glass. She always drank out of a quart bottle. So I was like, she do everything like a fucking man. Like, she never told a purse. She always told a wallet, a man's wallet in her back pocket. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. So everything she did, I was like, I can't do this bullshit. Well, she probably, from having so many kids at a young age, she probably want to have nothing to do with sexy. You know, <laughs> just stay the fuck away from me with all that dick. That just gets me in trouble. Well, I'll she, just do some repulsive shit. Start I think farting she, on dudes. <laughs> well, you know, she she had five kids really young because her yeah. my daddy is was uh, nine years older than her, like eight years older than her, like my kid's father was. And I didn't even realize that till one day I was out here putting some shit together and I had my uh, birth certificate. And I was like, oh, this motherfucker got my mama young like my baby daddy got me young. So crazy! It's such a repeating cycle. It is a repeating cycle until somebody open their eyes and say, "Holy shit, we all headed in. I'm headed like these people." What made you realize, and what what do you think was like the catalyst to get you to stop that cycle? When I had my kids, when I had my, you know, I had the first baby at 14, and that's the first time I ever felt like I was loved. I, that's one of the reasons why I kept the baby, because, you know, the baby, and I got a book deal, so I don't want to give away all the stories. <laughs> but that's one of the reasons when I gave birth to her, I kept her, because he was married. This lady showed up at my door and was like, this is my fucking husband you pregnant about. But to me, I was going to finally have somebody in my life that loved me, and I never, I, I didn't have to worry about betraying me. So mm. that's why I kept that baby, because I knew that baby would love me unconditionally. Because I, I never felt like I was loved until, I mean, when I had the baby, I was 14 and I gave him birth by myself. He wasn't there. He showed up the next day at the hospital with his girlfriend, his new girlfriend. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So you, you like consciously felt like you could raise this baby from the time it was little and it would love you. I, yeah, but I didn't realize the finance attached with it. But yeah, you know, it was almost like a baby dog. That's how you kind of looked at it. It was a cabbage mm -hmm. pad I never got. But I, my cabbage pad, the cabbage pad kids don't eat. This motherfucker really ate. Yeah. So I had to go out and get a job. You got a book deal? Yeah. When, did, you get a book deal? when did this happen? Uh, after I left you. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, the writer heard me on Ari Shafir. So she went to an agency and told them to listen to the Rogan podcast. And so she listened to the Rogan podcast and then I did Marin's and then they listened to him and then the agent picked me up. So got the agent from you and uh, sealed the deal over with all the podcasters together when I thought I did Martin Marin's. Wow. And I was shocked too. I was like, uh, y'all wanna buy this shit? <laughs> so are you gonna write it yourself? Or Hell you gonna... no. <laughs> <laughs> I Why can't even say, say click. <laughs> Clit. Click. Clitorious. Yeah. Clitorious yeah. is a Greek Roman clit. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck it is, but <laughs> Clitorious no, Maximus. The, the lady who found me on Ari Podcast, she's writing it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So um so you just will tell her the stories. I just and she'll tell we've been talking. It. 
Well, I sold a book last time I right around the last time I was here. I thought I was here. So we writing we almost done with the first chapter so far. So we talk about three, four times a week. So does she talk to you on the phone? On the phone. And then she just does she record it and transcribe it? Is that I'm quite works? sure she do. I mean, I just quite. I just <laughs> I don't fucking know what go in the book writing do. I got a GD. I just tell her the stories right. and then she go from there. Like um it's kind of funny because, you know, she opened doors in my life that I've had closed so long that there that's a lot of pain. Mm-hmm. After you know, I only seen this lady a couple of times, and I'm just opening these doors. So a lot of times we crying together. <laughs> we be Whoa. crying together. Whoa! <laughs> but we also laugh, and a lot of time I hang up from her, and she'll come back. She's like, "Are you okay?" And I'm like, "I'm a fucking case over thirty years ago." But right. you, and and I think the reason why emotion is there because I hadn't had to deal with it all of these years. Right. You know. You know. I. You can. You know. When you when you compress shit, it's okay until motherfucker crack that door open. Right. So I did I do a lot. Of, well, I did a lot of crying with her. Yeah, that's a, the case with a lot of people when they re- recall like ancient things that happened to them. Like you don't even realize how much it affected you until you start talking about it, yeah. and then you start crying, and you realize like, wow, that that played a major part in fucking me up. Yeah, you know, and and it. I'm 42. I mean, I'm 42 years old, and I, you know, I still can remember my mama saying, "White people is better than you." So for years, Joe, I was scared of white people. I never had to deal with y'all. Didn't come to my fucking hood. I didn't go out looking for y'all. So I didn't really have to deal with white people until I moved to Indianapolis and my comedy career, because there was no urban scene. Because when I first started comedy, I was on the urban scene. So you you don't see white people coming to too many urban little small hole in the wall. So when I got to uh, isn't it funny that urban is black. Uh, yeah. That's that's what how how the fuck did that happen? How did it become urban? I have no idea. Like, urban means city. Like how uh, city? Everybody lives in the fucking city. I mean, most half the world lives in a city. Like how weird is it? That you got to your people. They did that. Oh, my people, white people. <laughs> Do you think it's like a, a euphemism for black? They wanted to say have a nice way of saying black, so they came yes. up with urban. Yes. Urban crime. Urban crime. Yeah. Inner city. So you started doing urban rooms? Yeah, when I first started. So when I, my husband's job transferred us to Indianapolis, it was no scene there. So I had to go into the to the mainstream club, which was Morty's and, and Crackers and stuff. And, and I would just, you know, kind of fucking chuck and do what I was doing to one of the managers, Avery. Hey, Avery, he loved your podcast. And he was, I would tell him these stories. He's like, you should really talk about your life. And when I started to talk about my life, you know, people, they would just come to me. Oh, you so funny. I was, get your fucking hands on me. I wouldn't say that to them, but in my mind, my mind was fucked up because she said, don't, white people are better than you. Never look them in the eye. Well, who fucking said that to you? Your my mom? mother. Your mom said white people are, are better, better than, than you. you. Never look Don't them in- look them in the eye. What did she mean by that? I don't know. You know, but by but they're better than you. They are. That's what she said. Because you know, I guess she, my mama was born in the '40s, so she was a part of that whole civil rights movement. And you know, you had a lot of people that believed that bullshit that we are different. We God they were damn. different back then. So she she taught me white people was better than me. Never look you in the eye. And until I moved to Indianapolis, I could never look them in the eye. And I told my husband this story. He was like, we all the fucking same. Because, you know, white women are so friendly, so they would run up to me and kiss me. Oh, you're so funny. But in my mind, I'm like, bitch, you can get your motherfucking hand out me. I'm going to choke the shit out you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's fucked up? I mean, we don't, we don't think about it in perspective, but we are as close to 1940s as the 1940s were to slavery. 
you don't think about it like that, but that's reality. I mean, slavery ended in 1875. Yeah. Think about that. Think about 1875 to 1940. You know, it's not that much time. It's not, not that, that much time. 65 yeah. years, you know, whatever. Plus or minus 10 years. Not that much time. And then you go from 1940, you know, you're dealing with 70 years to today, 74 years, 75 years from 1940, and give or take a few here or there. That's crazy. Yeah. That's weird when you really think about it. Like, that's not that far away where people owned people in this fucking country. Yeah. And your mother grew up in with that the, era. The echoes, you know, the reverberations of that era and the Civil War. I mean, people going to war over that. And yeah. That's fucked up if you really stop and think about it. Your mom was as close to goddamn Lincoln being president <laughs> as yeah. we are. She was born in 40. I think my dad was born in 42, and she was born in 49. My dad was born in 30-something. My dad was born in the 30s. Oh. I don't fucking know. He died when he was almost 70. But she died at 39. But but yeah, she was as close to Lincoln being president as we are to Eisenhower being president, which is fucking weird. That is weird. That's weird to think of. Because yeah. it's just, we look at history, when you start thinking about slavery, we start thinking about Abraham Lincoln, that seems so long ago. It does. Impossibly long ago. But then when you, you know, you, you do the numbers and you go, wait a minute, all oh, the shit, whoa, 1865, like that is not, 1875, that's not that long ago. It's not. It's not. It's just not. It's not that long ago. <laughs> it's weird. It's, it's weird that it's not, but it really isn't. It's just uh, the, 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 the human, like the... The, the the toll that that sort of life paid or that that had to be uh paid by people of having slavery and having just rampant racism throughout this country and having two completely different groups of people white people and black people. people and that black people literally your mother telling you yeah. that white people are better than you the toll of that like the the, the impact of that god damn that's going to take a long time to sell the fuck down well, I mean, I'm getting over it now. I realize we all the same. You know, you know better than me, you know. You are, but you think a lot, and you're a very smart person, and you're exposed to a lot of different things. Yeah. I mean, think about how many people just don't get that message. You know what? And I took my brother to a show in Lafayette, Indiana. I did around Thanksgiving. My family came up. So I take my, my, my brother them. They just think I'm some open mic. They don't really know what I do, you know, because well, I don't see my family a lot. Right. So I take my brother to Lafayette, Indiana, and 300 some white people come out. All white people. We're the only black people. And so I said, <laughs> I don't have that many black people that come out to see me. So I told him, I said, I knew it wasn't going to be any black people. So I brought black people with me, my family. <laughs> and so I'm telling these jokes about my life, how we grew up. My brother over there crying, laughing. And so when I finished and we get in the car, he said, Rabbit. How them crackers let you talk to them like that? And I Rabbit, that's right. You forget your your street name. They don't call me Patricia. But your whole family calls you by your, your crack yeah. dealer name. Crack dealer name. I thought that it was hilarious. So nuts. I was like, Tony, nobody say crackers anymore. And they're white people, okay? Isn't that a club, crackers? In yeah, it's a crack club, crackers. But they're also white people. <laughs> <laughs> that's what filled they say. With white people. <laughs> crackers and it's filled with white people. God damn. Yeah. That's got to be weird having your brother call you cracker or a rabbit rather. Well, you know, I try to stop him, but right? it's me. My cousins call me rabbit because I don't know. <laughs> Everybody calls That's you what rabbit. we're going to name the book rabbit. Oh, really? Yes. We're wow. going to name the book rabbit. Miss Pat, a.k.a. rabbit. I don't know how it's going to go, but I know they decided on rabbit. They think rabbit got a pop to it. 
Yeah, you should use your real name, the name you use on stage. Don't let them use any other name. Miss Pat. Make sure it's Miss Pat is in the title somehow or another. Oh, I Otherwise, think. Otherwise, people won't find it. Okay. You know? Thank you for telling me. You, you hear that HarperCollins? Because they're yeah. listening Don't to you. Don't get stupid, HarperCollins. Don't get creative, you weird white people. Leave it alone. <laughs> they just think it's cool. They just want to be able to call you Rabbit. <laughs> Ra rabbit, the story hey, of Miss Pat. Or something. I don't fucking like the, the name rabbit? rabbit. I don't like the name. It, you know what? If you call me Rabbit, then you know me. Mm-hmm. You know, if you call me Miss Pat, then you a fan. I go home, I'm Pat. But if you call me Rabbit, you know my fucking past. And it creeps me out. I was like, don't fucking call me Rabbit. So do you say that to your family? Don't call me your rabbit? I try to tell them, but I don't even think they know my real fucking name. <laughs> 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 my brother called me, what you doing, rabbit? Motherfucker, I'm Pat now. Okay? I'm Pat now. Because <laughs> you know I got a brother named Anthony and Tony. Right. <laughs> so I be like, do I, call, do I call you and call you Anthony? Don't I call you Ant, bitch? Do I, I mean, I call him Anthony. I don't call him Ant anymore. You just call him Ant. Yeah, we used to call him Ant. But that's short for Anthony. That makes sense. But I call him Anthony, and I tell him to call me Pat. Pat, but he won't. He won't. Mm -mm. Motherfucker. And my brother Tony, my brother Tony, he's real, real black. So we used to call him Itchy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't call you Itchy, bitch. Don't call me Red. Why'd you call him Itchy? Because he was real black. Well, I don't know. Because he always looked like he needed lotion. Brian, what are you doing over there? Answering emails? Be, no. Looked like he needed to be stretched. He always looked dry. And my sister's nickname was Maypop. Maypop? Yeah. Why Maypop? I don't fucking know, Joe, where we got these <laughs> names from. <laughs> Maypop is very specific. It's a state flower somewhere. A Maypop is a... Flower. Oh, Google okay. it. That's how I learned it. Maypop. M-A-Y-P-O-P. Maypop flower. Is that a flower uh, in I don't know. I've seen it somewhere. I might yeah, be it's a flower. Yeah. yeah. It's beautiful. It's purple. Purple passion flower. I have no idea why they... Maybe they thought she was a fly. She was really pretty before crack. Passiflora incarnata. Hmm. Yeah, it's beautiful. I know my mama didn't read that shit. Yeah, commonly known as maypop, purple passion flower. The passion flower, wild apricot, and a wild passion vine. A fast-growing perennial vine. My sister don't look shit like that. Well, it's a beautiful flower, though. It is a beautiful flower. I mean, if you flower. want to call somebody something like that, I mean, that's a nice thing. You know what's crazy? Because it's wide open, so that replicate, <clears throat> that replicate her legs. Her legs are always wide open? Yeah. How dare she? Yeah. But her name was Maypop, and I have a brother that's named George. We called him Bo. Bo. Yeah, he's biracial. He's really biracial, but my mama said we all got the same daddy. Ain't no fucking way when this man black is fucking Cooter Brown. So how Bo is he's biracial. biracial. He look like he's white. He looks like he's white. Fuck yeah. He's, <laughs> yeah, he look like he's white. But your mother says it comes from the My same mama guy. Said, yes. And he's a junior. So I was like, I know why daddy beat your ass. And I went to fuck. Because wow. when I gave the writer, when I gave the writer my brothers and sister pictures so she can kind of visualize who I'm talking about, mm -hmm. she was like, who is this little white girl? I was like, that's my oldest brother. Wow. She thought he was a little white girl. Jesus. Yeah, but he's black. I mean, but I don't know what he is. We don't talk about it. He's in jail <laughs> right now. He's in jail. What's he in jail for? Uh, DUI. Poor Bo. Yeah. He been in jail all his life. All of us oh, have. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Damn. Maypop just got out of jail. <sighs> for what? Uh, what did Maypop? Oh, she ran over the crack here. Remember I told you that they were smoking oh, crack? Oh, that's right. And she backed up over her too many times, and they mm, gave her two years or something? Many <laughs> <laughs> too many times. Too many times. The transvestite, my cousin, transvestite <laughs> girlfriend. 
Right, right, right. Yeah. I forgot about so that she, story. So she's out now. For those who haven't heard that story, refer to podcast number one. Yeah. Miss Pat. So she's out now. <laughs> she's out now. Yeah. She's uh, in a drug program. She's getting her tokens day by day, I guess. I don't know. Now, when they see you being successful and becoming famous and doing really well, and they go to see you at a comedy club with 300 white people laughing and having a great time, what, did, are they happy for you? Like, I, You know, I don't think they... I don't really think they 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 comp they they got it yet. You know they still think oh Pat just out here, you know open mic and I don't think they know what I'm exactly doing because I'm not on TV. So if you ain't on TV to black people, you ain't made it. But you're on Ari Shafir show. Uh, you're on this Comedy Central show that's going to be uh, I think it's this Thursday. At no, it's next week. They next changed week. It. Uh, no. They changed uh, it. My sister ain't gonna watch no fucking Comedy Central. Okay? They don't watch Comedy Central even though you're on it. No. Why not? Uh, she probably ain't got cable, for, first uh, of all. She just asked me for $20 to pay her rent. So she probably ain't got no goddamn cable. Right. I don't know. I, I don't know. Hmm. I'm gonna call, I need to call and say, hey, you got Comedy Central, you should watch me. You should have a viewing party with all your friends back in Indiana. Family. You don't have them over your house? My family's not in Indianapolis. You know, they're in Atlanta. So you don't want to have them fly out just to... Uh, who got that kind yeah. of money? They ain't never been on no plane. They've never been on a plane. No, let, wow. they've been on a bus going to court. <laughs> <laughs> wow. They never been on no plane. I didn't start flying until I um, became a comedian. Really? How yeah. old were you the first time you got on an airplane? What? I've been doing this, what, 11, 12 years? Late 20s? Wow. So the first time you got on an airplane, were you shitting your pants? I had somebody go with me. I had a friend who worked at the airline. And, you know, my mom just, people, black people scared to fly. That is so fucking true. We rather drive 25 hours to get on a plane. Honestly, you might think I'm lying. My granddaddy married this lady who had some money. And she said... Wait she a minute, your grand... My grandfather. He's he, dead okay. now. He married this uh, lady who had some money. And... He, that she wanted to go on a honeymoon. He was like, I don't want to go on a fucking plane. Now, this man in his 60s. So she talked to him on to get on the plane. He came back and divorced that bitch. He said, I told that bitch I didn't want to fly. Wow. He came back from the honeymoon, and they never lived together. Just because she made him fly? She made him fly. Wow. So I was always scared. My mom was like, that we was, don't get on a fucking plane. It ain't for us. What was the gig? It ain't for us. White people are better than you. Don't get on planes. <laughs> she was saying white pe only white people fly. Y'all like dying in the air. When you smoke, when you light my cigarette, make sure you take two hits even though you're six. This is how you make my drink. This is how you keep a wallet in your back pocket. Basically, everything your mother told you was wrong. Did she ever give you any good advice? Uh, No. No. No, she didn't. She didn't know shit. She didn't know. Well, but I don't how do you I said, You know what? I said my mama did the best that she could because she could have been like these new bitches of the day and just dropped us off and kept going. You know, these whole leaving these babies at the mall. Right. She struggled with her five kids. I think, I, you know, she was, she gave us what she was handed down. Right. And until somebody tap you on the show and say, hey, it's different shit out here. Let's try something different like my right. husband did with me. Then you don't know. I mean, right. I got cousins who live in just like my mama. All these different, I mean, all these kids and welfare and no job. It just, it just keep being handed down. Criminal activity, going to jail. You know, they, my, like, my brother got two kids and I follow them on Instagram, right? And... They always in the hood. Got on my fresh joy. I'm fresh in this bitch. And I said, look at these stupid motherfuckers. Look mm. at these stupid motherfuckers. I'm about to go wait in line for tennis shoes. Really, motherfucker? Really? But that's, it's, 
That's they, all they know. They're imitating their atmosphere. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, that's what you, you saw and you became the same, but your children are seeing something different. I mean, that's what's really fascinating, especially as you become successful. Your children are seeing a, a you that's learned and grown. And as we, we talked about this last time you were on here, the conversations that you had with your daughter when you kind of, you know, you've let your daughter know, like, look, this is me. I was very young when I had you, and I've learned some things. And along the way, I've become a better person and a different person, and you're a, a different person, a better person than I was when I was your age. You know, and it's like this information that you're picking up, you're, you're spreading to your kids. You, you broke the chain. You know, you've yeah. broken the cycle. That's got to yeah. be very happy for you. It's I'm very you... happy because, you know, one of the concerns I had was dropout. Nobody graduated. Right. Like, I dropped out in the eighth and my sister dropped out and mom and them, everybody going to jail. That And teenage pregnancy. I said to myself, you motherfuckers would not be fucking my baby at 14. I don't know who motherfuckers I was talking about, but I'm just talking about in general. Right. Well, well she ended up being gay, so she could have used a little dick along the way. <laughs> <laughs> Do but, you think that she's gay by nature or you by know nurture? What? I, uh, I don't know. Because she said she was born gay. I said not according to the ultrasound. The ultrasound yeah. says whether you're gay or not? She wasn't sucking on me when she was in my stomach, so I don't know where she get that habit from. <laughs> <laughs> Not according to <laughs> I don't know. She says she was born that way, Joe. Do you got, don't you trust her? I mean, if she says that, if she says I believe she's her. But you know, I women. think I, now, I think, I think also that my daughter did not have a good example of what a man should have been because she always saw her daddy beating me. She was there when her daddy shot me. Mm -hmm. She was there with all the abuse, all the half of the bitches I called him cheating with. My daughter took me to the house. Right. So her her vision of a man at that time was like she was like, I don't like boys. I can remember her as a little girl saying I don't like boys because they hit you. Mm. Well, that there is that um, that 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 is a factor for sure. Yeah. There's that that women that have been abused that have turned to gay relationships. There's women that weren't gay when they were young or yeah. didn't think they were gay when they were young. They were they were involved in male female relationships, but they got. They encountered so many assholes that they just wanted love and it's more acceptable for a woman to become gay too than a man to become gay for a guy to become gay it's very difficult for straight men y'all can't go back no they can't go back yeah your ass pop that's it yeah no man cares if a woman has lesbian relationships it's nice it's like you took a break from dick it's like you're a virgin reborn you know <laughs> men don't mind they think it's hot well my daughter she's ne she doesn't do that you know switching back and forth right. she's just strictly always yeah. have been i mean i can remember we started noticing like i said around middle school my I, we went over my super safe mother-in-law house and she she told my super husband, save she's super safe all she do is pray and this is what she told my husband she said y'all need to pray for this girl she got a gay spirit oh <laughs> my god and so i told my because me and my mother-in-law at the time wasn't really tight so i was like fuck her and we need to pray for her wig because it's dried out <laughs> but she, she had a gay spirit that's what she told my husband she wow. didn't tell me that because I would I probably would have cussed her ass How out. How old was your daughter when My was daughter born? was probably nine, ten. Whoa, when she was nine or ten. We t we was over at my mother-in-law house, and when I got home, my husband said, uh, my mother said, Ashley has a gay spirit on her. Oh, my goodness. But if you ask Ashley, she said she'd been gay since elementary. 
I mean, she said she knew when she really started liking girls in uh, elementary. Well, what's interesting is that you experience the same sort of thing that she experienced, meaning that your mother was abused by your father. Yeah. And that she, you saw violence and you saw a young pregnancy and all that stuff. But her reaction was very different than your reaction. You love men. Yeah, I've yeah. never been with a woman. So I, I tend to think she's probably, it's probably a little bit of both, you know? She's probably born, I mean, obviously people are born gay, right? Okay. I, I, would, I gotta assume. I got some gay neighbors. I can't imagine these dudes with a chick. They're gay. They're gay as fuck. They've always well, been gay. I've seen little kids that act like they, you know, mm -hmm. real young. Yeah. So I do believe that people can be born gay. I, I mean, if you see a five-year-old hitting a split, I like, I got a nephew. Mm -hmm. I got a nephew. And hitting he's a so, split? yeah, hit a split. So I seen stretching his little gay, means no, you're gay? No, like he was a fucking girl. And I was like, oh my God, that baby's gay. Well, hold on. Maybe just like Jean-Claude Van Damme movies. Let's throw some kicks. No. No. He was in a split like a cheerleader. They oh, was cheering. Like, Ta-da. Yeah, ta-da. He was about five. But I have a nephew and mm -hmm. that I know this gay. Okay. And he called me, like, when he was younger. I think he's about probably probably 12 now, but he called me one day. I, he started looking gay real young to me. But he called me. He started a, looking <laughs> gay real young. Like, how how was that? How probably about seven. Gay? He just had those tendencies. And his mama would say, your brother, because he's my brother's son, your, your brother need to be around my son because he liked my shoes and he liked my clothes and he liked my wigs. So you kind of ignore that. It's just a boy, you know, trying to find himself. But. My nephew called me a couple of years back, and he was like, because he think I'm famous. And he was like, auntie, do you, uh, I'm singing now, I'm in a singing group. I said, oh, really? So, you know, you think that's a black kid, he an R&B singer or a rapper. So I said, well, what you singing, baby? It's my, oh, my, me and my group be singing all the single ladies. What the fuck? <laughs> I said, so he sings Beyonce songs. He sings Beyonce songs and Rihanna songs. And he be sending me gay ass videos. I be telling my son, how brother, old is he now? How old is he's he now? fourteen. Whoa. And he fight a lot because my brother just told me he fight a lot at school because kids mess with him. Right. At school a lot. But so I think he's gay. I just think you know I think he's gay, but he don't know he's gay. So he need to, once he find himself and 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 not worry about what other people think of him, then he'll come out to be gay. Like I got a lot of gay people in my family. Interesting. I, I, it sounds like he's gay. I mean, he I, probably I he's knows gay he's gay. He's singing all the single ladies. Uh, and can dance. He can twerk like a pussy between his legs. Oh. You are, I'm, tell, <laughs> I'm telling you, my nephew can cut a rug like he a girl. Cuts a rug. Cut a rug. They don't, that's an expression you don't hear anymore. No. Cut a rug. <laughs> cut a rug. I was like, Lord, have mercy. This that's isn't hilarious. gay at all, though, right? No, that's, that's me stretching. Yeah, that's, that's, that's you? That's me. Stretching. Okay. Yeah. See, I could do a split. Oh shit. Does it make me gay? No, I'm that just, don't make you gay. That look I manly. Get confused. That ain't what my nephew. It's manly. Did. My my nephew <laughs> sat on his balls. He sat <laughs> sits on his balls. You know how a girl hit a split mm. in her vagina right there on the floor? You got your shit just spread like this. My nephew sat on his balls. This is a little kid that used to live in my neighborhood. He was gay as fuck, and he was only like five years old. <laughs> and his, his mother was trying to get him into football. It was hilarious. <laughs> like They were trying to get him to do manly stuff, and he just wanted to play with dolls, and he just wanted to play with girls. And he, like his mother was talking to my wife, you know, and trying to like figure out a way like just you know, i just want to get him to get enough football i just think that if he's around more men and like i'm like oh no like she's in denial like she doesn't want a gay son it's like 
she you could tell she was like resisting this. It was upsetting her. And yeah. it was almost like she was like reaching out, like to try to get someone to say, "Yeah, yeah, if you just get him into football, it's just uh, that'll fix him. Yeah, he'll just uh, turn straight." <laughs> Meanwhile, nah. he was like, "I love your toys. Can I play with your toys?" <laughs> like he was gay. He's a little gay guy. You know, she just she didn't want to accept it. Yeah, he it's was weird. born like that. Yeah, oh, he's he's born like that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there was a um, study they did in Rome some some uh, Italian university um, where they they believe that with gay men that it's a variation of the X chromosome because they found that women who were promiscuous like ultra promiscuous had greater instances of homosexual male uh, sons and so that they would they thought, give up a lot mm -hmm, what they thought was that it's possible that some women like some people are just hypersexual. Like there's there's different levels, just like there's different levels of intelligence and different levels of, you know, some people have great singing voices. Some people are just they sex feels better to them. They're more attracted to it. They want it all the time. And some girls could not be with one man. And when they found women who are just almost like uh, chronically promiscuous, and uh, not just promiscuous, but uh, were, would, would cheat on their husbands, cheat on their boyfriends, and just fucked everybody they could. Those women had a greater instance of having gay sons. And they felt like this is probably, like there's a genetic factor. So they like so much dick, it get passed down to the son like in dick. Yep, yep. Mm. Yeah, that it literally passed down to the I need son. to call my nephew, Mama, and ask him, do she like a lot of dick? <laughs> <laughs> do you like a lot of variety in your dick? Because hmm. yeah. my nephew, honey, he be sending me videos. I was like, Lord, have mercy. The videos are dancing. I took him to Disney World with, uh, with my kids. And, you know, my son, I have a 14-year-old son. So at the time, they just been about three, four years ago. And so I got them there, cause, you know, kind of get them to bond because they cousin. They don't get to see each other. <laughs> so my son come back and say, Mama, what's wrong with him? I say, what, what you mean what's wrong with somebody? He just want to sit there and let the water hit his balls and stuff. <laughs> Water hit his balls. What yeah. water? You know, they would go down in that walk down pool. Oh, Instead, my nephew would just sit up there and let the water hit him between the legs. Smart kid. And my son was like, I think he gay. I said, shut the fuck up. He ain't gay. <laughs> and now, look, he was right. I mean, he haven't came out yet. He's You're not gay, gay until you Come say. All the single ladies. I mean, my daughter was not gay until she told me over the phone. We assumed she was gay. Well, she was gay before that. Yes, because she know. went to college just to eat pussy. She went to college and lost her fucking mind. Just to eat pussy? Or I she think read her a couple major, books on <laughs> I think her major was eating pussy. <laughs> she she lost her mind Do you think you'd be more accepting of a girl, daughter, a daughter being gay, or a son being gay? Like, if you, you think about your girl eating pussy, you know, I'm sure it's kind of... You know, it takes a while to get used to, but that yeah. is that the same as your son taking it in the ass? <laughs> God, Jesus. I mean, I, I would think, I would I think, think that you that think would of be the sexual form part of it. I would think that would be uh, on the well, hierarchy of uh, sexual acceptance. That'd uh, be a little bit more difficulty. Uh, I don't know, Joe. I'm glad my daughter's not the stud in a relationship. Right, that she's the woman. Yes, that she's the woman. What is her her girlfriend like? Uh, oh, like, like fucking, you. Like, Butch yeah, bush chicks with Thick. uh, with uh, she was dating a white chick. She just dumped her. I liked her. Oh my god, I like this white girl. But she, my daughter, whore. I told my daughter, I said, I'm so glad you gay because if you tuck as much dick as 
as you eat much pussy, you will be wore out. Wore out. Wore out. It wouldn't be she nothing likes a down variety. there. No, she just she just she is a whore. Whoa, how dare not you? Not a whore. Jesus. Not like that. I mean, she like she like I think she just got she, she switch them up too much. Switch them up too much. Yeah, so I'm tired of this hoe. It's time to go on to the next one. Hmm. And she'd never say, they're my girlfriend. She'd say, these are my friends. So what do people say when they like a lot of sex? They, everybody's their friends. That's what people say when they like a lot of sex? I think so. <laughs> I've never heard that before. <laughs> I've never heard that before. From we girls say, or guys? From girls. You know, you're dating different. You, hey, you show up with this. You, when you see somebody with different people all the time, and then they have like maybe six-month relationship and uh, three-month relationship, and then you look up and they with somebody else. To me, that's a person... That's a greedy-ass person. Hmm. I haven't noticed that. You know, one thing that, that you do, guys do notice is when girls don't have any girlfriends, is when they only have a bunch of men friends. There are girls that just have girlfriends. Mm -hmm. And to a gal, every one of those girls that I've ever met that just has male friends is just taking dick all over to yeah. Everybody done fucked them. And on the sneak tip. <laughs> on the sneak tip. We're just friends. We're going to play tennis. Yeah. Just, just fucking, fucking in the car everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. Ah. yeah. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't know. I don't do stuff like that. I, I my, understand. My, my, I, I, I wasn't going to treat my vagina like that. I already started early. That was a lot of stress there. I shouldn't say to a girl because I do know some girls. I should take that back. I do know but some girls Now are it's so popular where they'll sleep with their girlfriends. It is it so popular? Yeah, they don't give a fuck. They have a relationship with our girlfriends. So we just got high and tried something new. Hmm. And like they hit each other on the ass. Like when my daughter was in high school, all the girls would hit each other on the ass. And I'm like, where y'all get up? You don't. You don't. Wait a minute. Hit, you say hit each other on the ass? Yeah. You, you don't like they spank their ass or hit their titties. Hit their titties. Yeah. Or they bump titties. Is that you know, really going on? <laughs> where you come from, Joe? You don't have teenage kids. I grew up in Boston. Oh. Okay. It's too cold, titty bumping. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm Especially from the titty south. Hitting. But yeah, they do all kind of freaky stuff with each other. Really? Yeah, they kissed that girlfriend. I never thought it's, about doing shit like that. That like, wasn't going on when I was a kid. It's porn, man. It's so popular now because yeah, it's, yeah it's they so don't have respect for themselves. Like you, even when I'm a girl, I still won't get dressed in front of my girlfriend. Well, bitch, I'm going in this bathroom and flip my panties over. They don't give a fuck. Flip my <laughs> panties over. What is it, a pancake or a panty? What the heck is what going the on down there? Are you making a steak? Are you, are you cooking a burger? Some or shit you... was done on the other oh, side. Oh, Lord. <laughs> so you turn them over inside out? You turn them over inside out? That's no, your Joe, remedy? That's hilarious. I'm just that's giving you a visual. That's not a good visual. <laughs> I'm just saying. Girls right don't give a fuck what they do these days. They don't give a fuck. I think Brian's right. I think it's a porn thing because the the shaving of the vaginas, when I was in high school, didn't exist. Right. Girls had jungles down there. And now every, not that I know high school girls' pussies these days. Oh, uh, you're I, probably right. But I would think that women today, like the reason why they trim them like that is directly related to porn. porn. And like they would have sex now when, when even when I was started young if, if you gave it up you wanted a relationship they don't they don't give a fuck you can have sex with me and they never got to speak to me again i just wanted to try it out like it's a fucking ice cream and if you didn't like it just throw it away wait a minute there was a lot of girls who used to fuck and didn't want relationships though that's that's not where i come from indianapolis no i'm from Georgia. atlanta yeah so in atlanta when girls would have sex with a man they wanted a relationship in my neighborhood yeah they usually that was their boyfriend it wasn't just hmm. no random dude you know, oh. you would say that little lie. Are you gonna? Do you want to be my girlfriend? Check yes or no. Oh, that shit. Yes. 
So you, that's what I told my baby daddy, even though he was 22 married. <laughs> I wanted a relationship. And, you know, you give it up. You want it to be special. Now they just have sex and they don't, they don't give up. Hmm. I grew up where we had like girls that just wanted to fuck, yeah. and they like there was like a sewer behind our apartment, and all like the popular kids would go down there and they'd go inside the sewer and fuck them in the sewer. In the sewer, and they would just like line up pretty much just to. Was go it in. a wait a minute, Was it a well, drain, drain pipe? Drain ditch okay. type. So thing. it's for water. It's not sewer. Sewer is where you sh your shit water goes. Oh, yeah, this yeah. is like rainwater. It's like one of these huge tubes, and yeah. it just emptied out into this big field, but it never yeah. had anything in there. So we'd cr go way back in there, and somebody Ooh. put a couch back there at one God. point. And we, and this was you, like so you never had sex outside, Joe. You were there, okay? But not in a sewer. Well, my kid's outside father was is, married. The woods is and normal. He he didn't have no fucking money, so we did it all the time in the graveyard. Graveyards, yeah, interesting. Graveyard. Yeah, they're That's really nice. Spot. Nobody there. They're just looking. Yeah, I used to run in graveyards. Hmm. I don't think I should do my road work because I, I it would remind me that I was going to be dead someday. I was going to be under this ground. This not have any regrets. Well, you that didn't have. That's not true. You can tell them to cook you, and you just be floating in the ocean. That's not what I mean. I mean, it's <laughs> being around. Oh, they cook you, and you'll be floating in the ocean. <laughs> you know, just being around cemeteries, like, oh. remind you that this is a temporary thing. That one day, you know, you'll either be dead in the ocean, floating around. Yeah. Or, you well, know, somebody you'll will be, eat you in the ocean. Somebody will eat you in the ocean. Mm -hmm. Or you'll be buried. Either way, the idea was that it I want to be buried me. on top because I can't breathe down now. I'm claustrophobic, so I want you to bury me on top of the ground. Oh, like they do in New Orleans? Yeah. They have those... Uh... Well, they, they do them in different places if you pay for them. Well, they do it in a lot yeah. of places where they have problems with the, the ground yeah. being underwater. Like, um, what are they called? Crips? Yeah. I have no idea. <clears throat> yeah. yeah they, they, they make those things out of cement and they build them up. So you're all, everything's above ground. When my mama passed away, I was 16, so I would go to a grave sometime. So her boyfriend bought her a little tombstone and stuff. And I go out there one day with my silly ass. She got an ant pile on top of her, her, her tombstone. I go to my car, get gas, and set it on fire. Oh, what? The <laughs> what? <laughs> you set the anthill on fire yes, because it was on your and, mother's tombstone? Yes, and I was trying to get rid of the ants, and I set it on fire. You got to, so everybody's shit out there burning. I'm about to get arrested. <laughs> so you, so you were pouring gasoline? I pulled just a little bit to kill the ant pile because oh it was huge. God. And I just could have, I wasn't thinking I was young. Why and was it on the stone? Was it wasn't, it, you know, like hers was flat. Okay. Like oh, with the ground, I, I see, I see, like I that. Okay. And so they had built up this big ass pile, like, well, you on top. Uh -huh. Well, not on top, like, you know, it was on there and I wanted to get it off. I caught myself cleaning a grave and I go to my car, get just a little gasoline, set that bitch on. Go, and her boyfriend is buried next to him. So he burning, she burning. I'm up there trying to put this shit out. Her boyfriend was buried right next to her? Her boyfriend was. Yeah. Wow. He bought, he bought the plot next to her. When did he go? I don't know, cause after she died, you know, she just went to sleep and never woke up. It ain't. Wow. She wasn't sick. I I remember talking to her the week that she died, cause she said, "Come over here and pay." I was selling drugs, so she was like, "Rabbit, I need you to come over here and pay my light bill." Your mom called you Rabbit. Yeah. <clears throat> I remember going to the clinic with my mama one day, and she, my mama, you know, she was illiterate. She couldn't read. I love her rest of soul, but she couldn't spell all names. So she said, Rabbit, how to spell your real name? And so this kid overheard her and said, Your mama dumb. 
She can't spell your name. My mom say, shut up, bitch. You don't know me. I dropped out in the eighth grade, but I was on the ninth grade level. So I'm standing there like, why the fuck did you say that? That's stupid. <laughs> But because she was in the eighth grade on ninth grade level, she probably dropped out in the. I don't know when she dropped out, but she dropped out. Wow, your mom calling you rabbits dark. Why? Because it's your crack selling name. Well, it wasn't my crack selling name then. That was my nickname. Oh. It grew into my crack dealing name. Oh, so because when did you can't you... go on the street name your real name. Everybody, you know, Pookie Black, May 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 May. Right. You know, you know the shit they call us in the hood. Everybody got I've a nickname. I've watched those films. <laughs> You watch those films? Yes. Okay. Boys in the Hood, things along Boy, those lines. Yes, everybody got a nickname. <laughs> so how did you get Rabbit then? If it wasn't a crack dealer name, where did where did Rabbit come from? I don't from? know. They say I like carrots, raw mm. carrots, when I was little. Mm. But I've always been called Rabbit. Wow. So it was like before you can remember, you were Rabbit. Yeah. Wow. We had a kid in cool school. We called him Onion. <laughs> did you no have a nickname? Idea. Did you have a nickname, Joe, growing up for anything? No, never had a nickname. Nobody. Your mama didn't give anybody a nickname. No. I like, I got four kids and only one of them got a nickname, only because he's a junior. You know what's the saddest shit? When people give themselves a nickname. Get the fuck out of here with that. Well, that's what... I want you guys to start calling me the, the Turbo. <laughs> <laughs> that's like strippers. They give themselves nicknames. Yeah, but that's like a stage name, you know? Like, that's just so dudes can't be creeping on you. I had the worst name. People called me Poof because my hair was so big. Like I had like the uh, what was popular that show that uh, with uh, Twenty One Jump Street. No, the other one uh, with uh, Dylan McKay or what's his nine zero two one zero. Yeah, and I oh. used to have like this kind of thing going on, so right. everyone was like, "Hey, poof!" And it took me a while to get used to. How long did that nickname stick? Uh, from like uh, high school to when? Um, year all throughout after, high school? Yeah, all throughout high school. For five years, you had poof? Poof. And then, like, once in a while, somebody will run into me that, from my old days and be like, poof. And I'm like, well, oh, you, oh no. so, you know, white kids really don't have nicknames, so they're giving themselves a nickname to be super cool. No, white kids have nicknames. There's a lot of white kids with nicknames. It's not as popular. As blacks? But, yeah, there's a lot of I mean, as black people. Yeah, we. I know a lot of white kids who have nicknames. I don't. Yeah. When I was a kid, I, when I lived in Newton, there was this part of Newton, and still exists, called the lake newton north where everybody calls everybody mush and it's stuck it's this one part of the country this one part of the city this one part of this one small suburb where everybody's like mush mush we got to go down this fucking thing mush we got to get this fucking guy mush we got to go to this movie mush is we're it, gonna go get something to eat mush is it Ever based off mush mouth nope i was it's gonna just, say mush mouth it's like too. dude it's like of their version of dude it's not even insulting Weird. yeah it still That's exists like, to this day my family say bado but dough is not a word. I don't know what it is. And I I didn't even realize it until my husband called it. My husband catch a lot of shit listening to me. Like use it in what way? Like you know, but dough over there, but dough. Come on, but dough. Let's do this, but dough. But dough. But dough. My whole family say but dough. So they're talking about a person, like calling you but dough. No, like, he's on, like it's over there, but dough. But they're saying but dough, like to you, like you're but dough. Yeah. Like we're we're finna do a podcast, but dough. Yeah. That's okay. how we talk. We all talk mm, like that. My mother's like, why do y'all say Bado? And I was like, we don't say Bado. And he's like, yes, you do say Bado. <laughs> you didn't realize you were saying it? You still say it? I do say Bado. Do you ever say it on stage? Does it slip out? No, I say it with my family a lot. Wow. You know, because you don't want to go back and your family think you're bougie. Do you ever listen to someone say, you know, so many fucking times you want to strangle them? I've been listening to podcasts lately and like and you know. Like, there's some people that don't understand. I mean, I've, I've been guilty of it myself, but when you listen to it, you realize it because it's a way of saying, uh. 
Like yeah. some people say, fucking this fucking guy with this fucking, and what they're really saying is this um, guy with his um, but they don't want to say um, so they'll say this fucking, or they'll say like you know, it's like you know, it's like you know, this like you know, and you're like, oh my fucking god, please stop I see saying that, like that shit. Yeah, comedians yeah. say that a lot. Yeah, when well. they th they thinking on stage. Mm -hmm. Well, sometimes it works. Like sometimes there's actually there's a reason to do it. Like you're setting something up, or you're allowing the audience to think along. I'm with talking you. I'm almost like after every joke. Mm -hmm. You know. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, like you know, someone. Uh, uh, he's like, damn, motherfucker. Then you rehearse today. <laughs> oh fuck. Do you rehearse your material? Yes. You do. Uh, well. You know, I've been shot a couple times, so I need to get it going in my head. <laughs> not like in the mirror, like, I'm going to say this. <laughs> not that bullshit. That's the most corniest, small, that's some bullshit there. I hate that shit, because when I first started, it was like, you got to talk to yourself in the mirror. I'm like, what the fuck are you who talking you about? Who you have to talk to yourself in the mirror? Fucking comedians who don't really? know shit about comedy. You know, uh, just rehearsed and you go on stage, you sound like a fucking, you giving a speech. And I was like, I sound robotic. I don't want to do this bullshit. So I just started, you know, stop that rehearsing shit. I go over my set, but right. I'm not going to go in the mirror and say, and then I said this, and then I was shot two times and ducked. No, I ain't going to do that bullshit. Do you write down all the yes. different things you want to talk about? Yes, because my mind is always going, and I'm almost, I'm always remembering shit from my past and so much going on in my purse. You know, you're a comic, so you damn near get a premise every day. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you know, most of us do. Now, do you worry that you're going to eventually run out of stories about your life? And then Shit, you have yeah. To... <laughs> I'm going to run out of stories. I can't fucking wait to stop telling these stories to move on. It's because it's going to be challenging. Right now, I'm I'm blessed with so much to talk about. You know, a lot of comics don't have an opportunity. I see white boys ain't did shit. They mama <laughs> fucking cat jokes and dog jokes, and they mama do their fucking laundry. And I was like, shut the fuck up, white boy, and go rob a liquor store so you can t talk about something. Yeah. You fucking blessed. Blessed fucker. <laughs> yeah, you blessed fucker. Go but, rob a liquor store already. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we all, me prior. I mean, prior started off with his whole life and eventually he moved on to shit in his current life. Right. You know, I have a current life. A lot of the shit I talk about now is from my past, but I still have a current life. I mean, that I haven't even really gotten to. I could probably do a, well, we're working on an hour now that's not even, it's only going to show just a small portion of my current life. Are you going to uh, put together a comedy special soon? I'm working on it. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. What do you, uh, like, do you have a timeline where you're trying to do it? Like, well, I'm talking, year, to, oh, I'm talking to my manager, so we back and forth trying to get it together first. Mm -hmm. Are you, have you filmed anything? Have you like, no, no, nothing yet. Sometimes it's good to just do a set somewhere, film it, and then just go over it and say, oh, I could expand on this. I could, do you watch yourself? Uh, yes. I, yeah. Well, the manager that I have forces me to watch and listen to myself. I never did it before, but it helps because, you know, I'm from the South. I can't talk with shit. I fuck up some words and white people stare, what did you say? <laughs> yeah, but it's good. Like when you, when you fuck up words, it's like, it's fun. It's like it's it yeah, adds but I tell to you, it. say like when I first moved from Georgia, and then I had this joke about my mom was like, my mom would say, "Set your hot cock ass down, cock, hot cock. cock, hot cock, cock is a dick." Right. But all these years, my mom been telling me to set my hot dick ass down. So when I was doing a joke in the Midwest, and I said hot cock, and everybody like, "What the fuck? You got a cock?" But. <laughs> <laughs> 
Your mother used to say, set your hot cock ass down. All black down. parents say that. Set your hot cock ass down. Wait a minute. I guarantee you all black parents do not say down that. Down south they do. Down set south. your hot, hot cock, cock And I can down. call my brother right now. He, I'm Googling it. that. Yeah. Never I'm going to Google, I'm gonna ask set my brother. your hot cock ass down. I, I guarantee you I'm not going to find shit. Set your hot cock ass down. Hot cock ass down. Miss Pat. First, first thing that comes up. Mm, nope. Ew, it's darkness. <laughs> <laughs> right. First thing, first thing you find is a Craigslist ad for Phoenix. <laughs> Cocksucker wants to deep rim your ripe, and that's that's the first. Words. I'm gonna call my brother for you. You didn't know you wanted cock. Transsexuals. What? Bareback City Eight. These are. This is the. Uh, Keep that noise down, your cock up. Mm, come down my throat, you jizz, free porn movies. Jules okay, Jordan. Joe. Yeah, there's nothing, nothing. <laughs> my mama used to say, set your hot cock ass down. Hmm, nope. I try, type in southern hot cock. No. I'm calling my brother for you. So okay, you, go ahead. I believe he might be you. Fixing no, the car. I don't, I'm not, it's not that I don't believe you. It's just that I, I He's think, really funny. You want to talk to him. Southern okay. cock. Answer the phone. He's probably somewhere fucking up somebody's transmission. Why is he a transmission specialist? No, he's a he's a fake ass mechanic. A fake mechanic. <laughs> yes. How, what is a fake mechanic? Who tell you he know? So he doesn't really know what he's doing. Oh, he'll come back. He say he fix cars, but really don't. I mean, he he ain't went to school for. It. He just be trying some shit. So he just fucks around. He fixed my car one time. I had a um, I had a SUV, a Montero. So I needed a head job. So he told me, well, the spark plugs kept jumping out the engine. So They jumped the, out of the engine? You know, they kept coming out because they needed a, the, he had stripped the uh, the heads on my car. Okay. So instead of saying, hey, I fucked up your, your heads, you mm -hmm. know, you need to get a head job. This boy went on my back porch, got my barbecue spatula, broke that bitch off, stuck it in the engine, and screwed that gasket back down. So I was like, the car's still running raggedy. So I was like, fuck you. You took my $300. I go to the dealership. $300? He took a barbecue spatula <laughs> Jesus Christ. and attached it to your... <laughs> you're just lucky it didn't explode. Look, he said, look, I pull up to the dealership. <laughs> I'm not lying. And the man take the thing out. He said, ma'am, who put a barbecue spatula in your engine? I said, that motherfucker. And he charged me $300. He charged you three hundred dollars to put a barbecue spatula. My good barbecue spatula that cost me twenty dollars. You know them real long yeah, seven yeah, yeah, with yeah. a good the nice handle. Ones. Get away yes. from the fire. Yes. Yes. He broke that bitch and stuck it in my engine. That is ridiculous. And I was like, why did you do that, motherfucker? What he was say? like, I was trying to keep your spark plugs in your engine. That ain't how you do it. Did he learn anywhere? Did he go to school for He's that shit? He's getting better. He's getting <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> He's getting better. <laughs> no more spatulas. He, uh, He's at the point where you uh, can trust him with an oil change. <laughs> that's an oil change? That's all I would let him I would out. trust my daughter with an oil change. Uh, no, just him. Cause he'll leave not your... that hard. <laughs> Here's what... eight quarts. This is where they go. <laughs> how fucking hard is that? Yeah. Yeah, but he is horrible. I mean, oh my god, that's hilarious. He's learned. He's. I mean, it's hand on training. Where does he do it? All in the land. He got a mobile business. As soon a as he mobile business. As soon as he fuck up your car, he changes number. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Jeez. Does he really? Does he I got three Anthony's in here all over oh, his phone that number. That is fucking hilarious. <laughs> so he just fucks up people's cars, changes his number, and just gets ghost. 
get ghost. Do you hear me? He told one lady. One lady said. One lady told him. She said, uh, "Anthony, you lied to me. You said you were gonna redo my car." My brother said, "Look here, bitch. One thing I don't do is I don't lie. What I did was not tell you the truth." He said. She said, "Bitch, you that's still lying, right?" right? He is hilarious. What I do is not tell you the truth. Yes, but he said he don't lie. What's the difference? Nothing. That's like how stupid he is. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> how did he start this mobile business of fixing people's because cars? Because he's a convicted felon. We all oh, got businesses. We oh, can't okay. work nowhere. So he just started working on people's cars and just started bullshitting and figured it out along the way? Yes. Well, my stepfather was a mechanic. And so all my brother, like him and my brother... My brother Ant and my brother Tony, they do mechanic work together. Right. And so they just go out and fuck up people's cars. But he, <laughs> <laughs> he fired Tony. Cause Tony gets Social Security now, so he fired Tony. So it's just him by himself. He fired him because he gets Social Security? Can't uh, be a part of the team? <laughs> he said Tony broke. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Social Security would only let you put in 20 hours before they cut your check off. <laughs> I don't know why he fired Tony. They fight all the fucking time. So he's just had to be a lone wolf out there fixing cars. Yes. Change your phone over. I wouldn't let him fix shit for me. <laughs> After the spatula, <laughs> you put a fucking spatula in your engine. That is hilarious. Yes. And then he, well, I, I got it running. Did you say you want it running? Yeah, motherfucker, but not just make it to the stop sign. Yeah, not with a broken spatula inside. With a broken it. spatula. I took that shit to the dealership. That white dude could not stop laughing. <laughs> and I'm I'm like, motherfucker, you laughing, but that's my good $15, $20 spatula, and I'm out of $300 for a head job. I thought I got. Wow. And so he never gave you the money back? Hell no. He got six kids. He got <laughs> he got six kids. He got a set of triplets. And then he has a... Um, he has a few more outside kids from his wife. Outside kids. What? Are, yeah. <laughs> what are they like fucking feral cats? <laughs> outside kids. They was kids that they don't live in, in his house. Oh, they don't live with him. Yes. Oh wow. God damn, that is crazy. My family is crazy. You should go. You, you should go on a Miss Pat family well, tour. Well, Miss Pat, I think what's going to happen next. Okay, what's already happened is you got a book deal. Yes. What's going to happen next is you're going to have a fucking reality show. Miss I don't Pat's want a reality World. show. Oh, why not? I want a real show. I mean, what, what does am that I mean? Do? You know, like, I mean, I, don't, I ain't going to say I don't want a reality show, but. You want a real show like you want to Bernie Mac. Bernie yes, Mac show. Roseanne. Right. I understand. That makes sense. And yes. you would be great at that. However, yes. the, what's really hilarious is the true stories. And if you, you get, want me to put them people on TV, Joe? Mm -hmm. Who gonna tame that shit? That's worse than Honey Boo Boo. You don't have to tame it. <laughs> no, but what I'm, I'm saying is the difference between, like, if somebody gets a hold of your life and ch starts turning into a sitcom script, they're not gonna do it justice. They're just not. Especially if you get a bunch of if white it's writers. Cables. If it's yeah, cable. Even if it's cable, they're really gonna be able to capture it? Yes, the they it captured is? The Wire. Yeah, but that's different. The Wire is all fiction. You know what I mean? No, it's not. I live that bullshit. I don't know what you're talking about. No, I mean, it's ne never happens. I mean, someone wrote all those characters. Yeah, because he, he was a it. guy that was a reporter in that neighborhood. That's how that came about. Go Google it. What, what do you mean? Who was a reporter? The guy who wrote the book. He the was, guy who wrote the book? Yeah. Oh, he, um, he was like a reporter. Like, he would go out with the police and stuff mm -hmm. when all of that stuff was happening. And he just, I, I, this is what I've I'm, I'm heard from my writer. He just started to capture that stuff and, and ended up writing a book. Well, I, may, I believe that. 
but what, a lot what, of that stuff really went on in DC. I'm sure it did. I know I'm sure it did. But the words that they put in their mouths was all created by writers and calculated and written out. And if you write a, if you write stuff about if you wrote a if you wrote a movie about my past, mm -hmm. I mean, of course you're gonna have to you know kind of twerk everything. But a lot twerk. of it would, Tweak. Yeah, tweak or whatever fuck you call it, twerk. <laughs> you know, but a lot of it would be mispaid. Right. I believe you, but no better way to show the real people but than I don't to show be the on real TV people. Looking like that. I don't be on what do you mean, looking like what? <laughs> Come on, a bunch of black people can't talk, fighting over a card game. That would be fucking hilarious. Yeah, for a little while. But it wouldn't be hilarious. Then here come Al Sharpton and uh, <laughs> what is it? The other black Al dude Sharpton, that? Jesse uh, yeah. Jackson, Jesse Jackson, and all the other one. This is not how. I, I don't want to hear all that shit from them. Then you don't have to listen to them. Let I don't them talk. They would only help you. They would only help you. You get to talk shit about them after they start talking. I talk shit about them now. But you could be talking shit even stronger <laughs> if they gave you a hard time about your show. Yeah, but I don't know. Oh, believe me. <laughs> but I'm not telling you what to do. I mean, you do whatever you want to do. I mean, do. I would Just take. I'm, I, I'm not gonna say I would take anything because I, I can't, I can't see me being the silly fat chick. I, that's not a role for me. Well, see, the thing is, you don't need. The thing about a reality show is, you don't need a role. You could just miss Pat's world, and you could narrate it. You know, you could stand in front of the camera and go, we're about to meet my fucking brother, Anthony, who pretends he's a fucking mechanic. This stupid motherfucker put a fucking spatula inside my head. <laughs> you can tell that story. And then, you can do that in, well, who's the, the crazy family that's on TV now? I don't watch a lot of shows. Which who's one? the white family? Duck Dynasty? No, not them. Kardashians? Are, no. Oh, God. <laughs> It's a real sitcom, uh, Modern Family. Isn't uh, it like Modern that? Family. Modern Family. Yeah, yeah. I never They're watched like that. that show. That's a funny show. I heard it's Have you seen funny. Fresh Off the Boat? No, but that's my friend Eddie Huang's story. That fucking shit is Eddie Wong. Dude, that shit is hilarious. He's hilarious. I had to go to the bathroom after watching that show. You had to go to the bathroom and pee. Made you, okay. That shit had my stomach working. I mean, really? muscles. I was laughing. That. I, Eddie Wong, if you ain't got nobody else supporting you, I watch that shit every week. My husband record. I, I love that show. It's only two episodes in, but y'all need to watch Fresh Out the Boat. Well, it's based on the story of his, his life, life yes. that he wrote, and he is the narrator. And there's a little boy who plays him. Which one? A, the rapper? The rapper dude? There was a little boy. The young boy who plays him. And then there's Randall Park, who's a comedian and actor. He actually played Kim Jong-un in the Yeah, I'm talking about the, the funniest character is the, the little boy who thinks he's a rapper. I didn't. I haven't seen the show yet. So well, that must know. be him. That's yeah, him. Yeah, it's a little boy. He, a he, he talks like a rapper. Eddie, oh. Eddie talks like he's from Brooklyn. He grew up in that Orlando. That shit is funny. Your friend's show is funny. He's you hilarious. Need to watch it. He's got a great show on Vice, too. His show on Vice is called Off the Boat or Fresh Off the Boat with Eddie Wong. No, that's on ABC. No, no, no. He's got a Vice show, but oh, I don't with know the what same a Vice title. Show is. The Vice is this channel online, vice.com. Oh, okay, okay. You know? And he has a show on Vice that's him, you know, like he's a cook. He's a very famous chef. Okay. Yeah. I that's mean, he's what I a, heard. Like a very accomplished chef. And that's like what he does for a living. But he's a hilarious fucking dude. He's fucking. That he's show hilarious. Is, that show is so funny. And Empire. You seen Empire? I haven't seen Empire. It's really good, too. Is it? You just yeah. sit around watching TV shows? Well, my husband watches a lot of TV Cisco when I'm home. <laughs> when you're home? <laughs> yeah, when I'm home. I try to catch up. This time with my husband. You know, you have to do stuff that your your partner likes. So he likes to watch a lot of TV, when, especially when his gout flared up. So What does he feel? How does he feel about you like going on the road all the time now? Because it's like you guys have been together for a while. And now all of a sudden you're the successful touring comedian. He, um, 
he's very, he's in the beginning, Joe, he was not supportive. Really? He did not think I was funny. Whoa. No, he actually How said. How did he not think you were funny? Because he said nobody. I think it's the way he protect me because I was talking about my life. You know, oh, I got a baby by married man and this mother shot me. He was like, and a lot of time, a lot of those stories come out. He was like, what you shoot your wife in the chest for? He was like, I didn't fucking shoot her. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> so he didn't, he was like, the stuff is too dark for him. Uh, and he still don't laugh, but he's supportive. Oh, okay. You know, he tried to every now and then <laughs> give me something to talk about and he helps me out every now and then. So when he hears you on podcasts and you're telling he stories, don't never, to podcasts. he doesn't listen. Why no. not? I don't know. He don't come. He only see me live one time. What? One time. What? That he, seems crazy. He came to, I, um, I used to open for Cat Williams. So we was in Kentucky and it was, Cat has over like 20 some thousand tickets. And my cat was like, your husband should come out and see you. And I was like, my husband's never going to come see me. He said, call him up. I, I called my husband. Cat got on the phone was like, I want you to come see your wife. I pay I fly you and the kids. And he's like, well, we live in Kentucky. He said, well, jump in a rental car and I pay for it. And he was like, you ain't got to do that. I come. So he came down there, 20,000 people. And Kat uh, let me go out second. And everybody was doing 15. He said, go do 25 for your husband. And I fucking killed. And my kids said the whole time my husband was ducking in his chair like that. <laughs> like, wow. I, I hope she be funny. I hope she be funny. And that changed his whole outlook on me. Yeah, I would imagine. Shit. Yes. 20,000 fucking The first people. time you ever see your wife on stage. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. The first time he ever saw you on stage, 20,000 20, people. people in the KFC That had to be so strange to him. Knowing he had you for a, so long. Yeah. Never came. Never. Wow. And did you crush it? I crushed it. Yes, God I did. Damn, I bet you did. <laughs> I bet you did. So he, like, like he'll watch stuff. Like, he know I'm about to be on Comedy Central with Arsha Fear. So he probably will record it and watch it when I'm not home. Watch it when you're not home. Yeah. He doesn't want to be, he doesn't want you to be around when he's watching it? I can't watch myself on TV. Because then you, oh, you're fat, you're sweating. <laughs> oh, look at my neck, you know. <laughs> You're fat, you're sweaty, oh, you look know, at my I, neck. For some reason, it was That's hot hilarious. in that damn place where we shot at, yeah. and my I was sweating my ass off. That place is a strip club. Yeah, I know. That's cheetahs. That's yeah. cheetahs in Hollywood. So I was fucking hot, and I was just looking at the preview, and I was like, holy fuck, I'm sweating. That's hilarious. That so, is hilarious. I won't watch it. What is it like working with Cat Williams? He was really nice. You know, I kept... It was 2012, 2012, I think. And the week I got the gig with Kat, my father had passed that Monday, and they called me that Wednesday to tell me I was going on tour. So my my dad had cancer, and for his insurance policy to kick in full, he needed to be alive to August. He died in 11. He needed to be alive to August 2012 because he had that type of policy. He had just moved, you know, with me. So he had that type of policy. He had to be alive for so long, mm -hmm. and he didn't make it. And we didn't have no fucking money to bury him. So my husband was like, well, I'll just go in my safe. And I was like, well, let me see what I can do. On top of getting all of my brothers and sisters up here to come to the funeral because we didn't have enough money to ship him home. And Cat William heard me on the phone telling my brother, I said, well, wait till I get paid from this gig and I'm going to get y'all up here. But I still got to pay $9,000 for daddy's funeral. I don't know where the fuck it's coming from because they only gave me $4,000. Cat overheard me say that, went to the fucking room and brought me like five G's back to bury my daddy. I had wow. not hit the stage that night, not one time. And he was like, here's your money, you know, go bury your daddy and come back. And wow. I was like, you don't have to do this. He was like, I was like, I can pay you back. He was like, don't, you don't owe me nothing. Don't know me from dick out of water. 
And he helped me bury my daddy. That's wow. when people say something like that. I was like, fuck you. I mean, I, I was I was opening for somebody on the regular, and they didn't even offer a bitch flowers for my daddy. I don't know my t I don't know Cat Williams, but my take on Cat Williams, like when he does all this crazy shit, is he's so fucking funny that you have to be crazy to be that funny. That's that's how I feel. That's <laughs> he's how I very feel. Fun and very intelligent. You know, oh, yeah. you you see that character that he does, but if you talk to him, smart as hell. I believe that. I, ha I uh, had an um, interview that I listened to that changed the way I prepare for shows, and it was him. He was talking about how he doesn't eat before shows. And I, I thought about it. I was like, you know what? I've eaten before shows and not felt good. Like, I felt all weighed down by food. I'm like, that's smart, so I'm going to do that too. So I give myself a two-hour window. I will not eat with two hours before show. The same window I give myself for, like, working out. It's smart. You know, it's mm. a smart thing that he said. And... Um, you know, he's talking about preparing. He has music that he listens to. He do. Special he do. music right before shows. He got holes rubbing his hands and his shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> but he's so funny. Like he all this di funny. the different shit that happens to him. Like he's so, he did his last special when he goes, when you're standing next to Suge Knight and you're the one getting arrested. <laughs> That's when you know you fucked up. <laughs> Very funny. You know, I don't like to hear people when they talk about, you know, people when they go through shit. I was like, cause you really don't know, you really don't know the situation. You mm -hmm. just on the outside looking in, you fucking internet thugs. I hate that shit. Well, there's always going to be people that love to cast rocks, to throw rocks at people that are fucking up. You know, That's what just, I'm learning in this business. You well, know, you, you, we, what we were talking about before the podcast, yeah. before Brian showed up, people that are fucking with you, that are saying a bunch of mean shit to you. Yeah. Somebody on, on they, like I said, Comedy Central released my internet version, and somebody called me a black cunt, and I'm like, you's an ignorant bitch, because cunt don't even ring bells in the hood. You got to call me a bitch to get me riled up. Cunt doesn't work in the hood? No, we don't fucking cunt. No. Nope. I don't, I don't, do no, scary. bitch might get you slapped. But cunt, what the fuck is a cunt? I don't, fuck you. Nothing, huh? Yeah, but you know, I used to get. Working on white checks. Yes, it does. Ooh. I heard a white boy call a white girl a cunt, and this bitch broke out. I was like, what the fuck is a cunt? What's wrong? <laughs> so I had to go ask my friend, why is she crying? He was like, that's like calling you a B, a bitch, uh, in, uh, the N-word. I was like, holy fuck, keep crying, white girl. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to help you whoop his ass? <laughs> I don't know why cunt has so much of a power over white women, but it just... It does. It doesn't affect black women. Bitch do. But you know what doesn't work on white women in England? Everybody's cunt over there. England and Ireland, everybody calls everybody cunt. Hey, he's cunt. a funny cunt. Yeah. He's a funny cunt, isn't he? And they'll ask you a question. Miss Patch, is a funny cunt, isn't she? Oh, wow. Like, they won't really say it about women, though. It's more like a man thing. They're called men cunts. Oh, know? wow. But it's like a, almost a term of endearment. Not know? over here for white women. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird how that works. White, you know? white women don't like cunt, and they don't like crow's feet. Them the two things that pisses them off. Crow's feet. Yeah. You mean like the lines near yeah. your eyes? Yeah. In I see way? them in the makeup shop. They are scared of crow's feet like a black <laughs> man with a pistol. <laughs> I see them in the makeup feet. shop just filling them bitches in. I'm like, let it go, girl. It's okay. Hmm. Let it go. Well, a lot of like blonde ladies especially, they have that, that weird skin that gets real brittle and thin. Like thin skin does not age well. Like, one thing about black people and about dark-skinned people, Latinos especially, they age better. Because they yeah. have, like, a thicker, like, they have thicker skin, you know? Italian women, they have thicker skin. 
Like there's something about like white, really white people. They have that really thin skin. I have a friend and he's my age and this motherfucker looks like he's 80 years old. And it's because he's, he's fucking blonde. Too much sun. A little bit of sun, but deep, deep cracks like all over his face and his mouth. I mean, he looks really, really old. It's weird. It's weird when you're around him. You know, it's like, wow, like he's only 47 years old. And he I, looks like he's... I dated this girl that had such thin skin that every time she would take a shower, you could see her whole entire circulatory system or circulatory oh. You know what I mean? Like every the single thing going to yeah. her Well, that's newborn white like babies. That. I used to be a medical sister. That's newborn white babies. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't make this shit up. Oh, that is true, though. Some white girls with really thin. I didn't know that was thin white skin. skin. You could see their veins and their tits. And it was yeah. something about the shower. When she would get out, you could actually see the blood just flowing around her body. And oh. it was, I remember it was really concerned with the boobs. <laughs> yeah. It really what? It was a really concern or concentrated around the boobs, like a lot of veins going into the boobs and around the boobs for some reason. It mm. freaked me out. Mm. But you still fucked her, didn't you? I did. Made you gotta do what you gotta do. Like I used to be a medical assistant, and they would bring the little, <laughs> <laughs> they would bring the white babies in there because it was a white doctor's office, right. and um, the little babies would be. You could just get them naked, and you they look like shit just running through them, like yeah. some cut on. And I was like, holy fuck. Yeah. You, I mean, it, it was really good when you got ready to stick them because you knew not to hit the veins. So, you know, you give them, but it was really creepy. Yeah. Veins are creepy. I, they, <clears throat> I have zero veins. So, whenever I have to give blood, they have to like stick it in there and grind around and try to find it. It usually yeah, it takes them like the, 10 uh, minutes. Butterfly. It's not that you have zero veins, you, you just have high body fat content. That's yeah. All it is. yeah, that's all they hide. <clears throat> yeah. You lose, under... you lose about 10 pounds, your fucking vein will swim back to yeah. the top. Yeah, it's not. And the girl who was with the, the see-through body, she was skinny, right? Yeah, she's all right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, you can't see through my body. <laughs> see-through body. Yeah, there's something about that white skin. That's well, that's also this guy that I know that uh, is looks old. He's already gotten skin cancer too. <clears throat> he's already he probably had, tan a lot. He had a well, not tan. He just goes outdoors and doesn't put sunscreen on. But he had a big chunk removed off of his head. Jeremiah yeah. Watkins just had a big chunk removed on from his, his back. back right? Yeah. Who is that? Another white Comedian, guy. Uh, <clears throat> had this huge chunk taken out of his back because he had uh, he had like a he just didn't do anything about it. He had like this like a uh, skin cancer like mole thing that started getting changing colors and I know quite a few people that have had skin cancer removed from their body. Mm -hmm. You know, malignant, non-malignant, benign. You know, whatever it is, different kinds of like like cancerous moles. Mm -hmm. Super common. My mom every couple months, and I have so many moles that I should get this checked out. I probably have it somewhere. Well, <laughs> go get it checked out because that shit becomes systemic and you're fucked. Well, right. I'm glad I'm black. <clears throat> yeah, black people very rarely get. Well, Bob Marley died of skin cancer. Got it on his foot. What? Yeah. Bob Marley got skin cancer. I believe it was between his toes. <clears throat> no. Yeah. Wait, wait. Hey, Bob Marley, the manager, uh, was, was, there's one of the managers supposedly killed him. What? Hendrix? I don't know. Hendrix. You're thinking of Hendrix. Hendrix, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the cancer that's killed, it's genetically different. The, uh, this is interesting. The skin cancer that killed Bob Marley is genetically different and is not caused by the sun. Hmm. They've sequenced the DNA of a rare uh, type of melanoma that caused uh, Bob Marley's death. That's really interesting. Bob Marley's died of skin cancer. Yep, it's called acral melanomas, the rare type of skin cancer. On the cancer. toe. Yeah, yeah. And you couldn't get the toe off to save the man. I don't. I don't think he probably knew what was going on. He until probably he thought got it was it. diabetes. 
on his toe. Yeah, my mama had a uh, my mama had a sore on her feet on her foot for years, and she tried to treat it herself with fucking Vaseline and shit. Well, Using, that, yeah, the diabetes thing—it's like a circulatory thing. It's like a like a uh, is doesn't it? it well, it started. She fell circulation, and she um she it was a little sore, and she just wouldn't treat it, and it just kept getting bigger and bigger. So when she finally went to the doctor, they cut her foot off. Ooh, God. They cut her leg off. Ooh. Yeah, that happens to a lot of people with diabetes. That's so My mama and daddy had one leg. God damn. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) (sighs) They probably in heaven bumping bumping nubs now. You know, it's it's a weird thing, the diabetes. That's a scary one. It doesn't sound like a disease until you fucking get sick from it. Yeah. You know, you, oh, I got diabetes. It's almost like you say, oh, I got crabs. As long as I maintain them, they won't kill me. Well, that's what killed Patrice. Patrice I know. O'Neal died from diabetes. Yeah, it, overweight people, very, very similar. All right, Joe. <laughs> Sitting there with nice chested ass, talking about me and Red Band about to die. <laughs> I didn't say Red Band's about to die. Oh, really? Just me? <laughs> <laughs> Just me, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, that's why we're trying to get you a trainer. I'm trying to make you not pour too much coffee, sugar in your coffee. Well, what am I supposed to do with it? With what, your coffee? Stevia. Yes. Just uh, Put the buttercream you're trying st- to give me? The stevia stuff is good. Man, that stuff is poison. Stevia? All of it. How do you say that? No, that's fake. It's plant extract. Oh. It's not It's not fake. It's a plant extract. How do you know? Take it. Well, you know everything. You read. (laughs) (laughs) There's people that are concerned about stevia because they think that uh, anything that's artificial uh, gives your body this glucose response. And because it's not actually sweet or it's not actually uh, sugar that your body gets confused. But it's still better than diabetes. Whatever that fake. My take is if you get cancer from stevia, there's something fucking wrong with you. What? Yeah, that's not I just, somebody just said something about Splendor. They was think Splendor is uh, giving people counsel. Mm. Well, they do all those fucking crazy studies. One like they, one time they say, "Oh, get a brace, get a mammogram every year." Now they saying you can go three years without worry about your titties. Three years. Two, that, three years without getting a mammogram. Now that doesn't seem right. Yes, yeah, some insurance like only pay like every two, three years. Oh. I go every year. So the insurance company just doesn't want to pay for it. Yeah, of yeah. course, because your titties ain't sick, you know. <laughs> how do they know your titties ain't sick? Uh, how do they know, Miss Pat, that your titties they ain't sick? They ain't got sick? no, somewhere, some little white dude want to save some money. Hey, cut off the extra money for titties. Well, what happens when your titties get sick and you ain't got shit to suck? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, so I take my titties in every year. Good idea. Aspartame is uh, supposed to be really bad for you, and that that shit was create that was um, connected to uh, Donald Rumsfeld had something to do with that shit getting passed. Yeah, aspartame is terrible. You watched that? What is uh, it in? Oh, a lot of sweeteners, a lot of diet sodas and shit. I don't drink diet sodas. I just been drinking water. Yeah. I love Chick Fil A lemonade. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Chick-fil-A is good. Chick-fil-A is the shit. Everywhere I go, they Christian people that know how to make some good chicken. And have you noticed their employees are never ugly? At Chick-fil-A? They don't have ugly employees. They leave them to McDonald's and churches and shit like that. I never noticed that. You sure? Yes. I've never seen an ugly person at Chick-fil-A. They keep them in the back. Hmm. My son, look, I love Chick-fil-A so much. My 14-year-old son got a job there so I can get a discount. 
He you worked one day with to get a hell job yeah. There? I took him up there, hire him. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. He Just got a job. How much of a discount is it really worth your son working at Chick Fil A? Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> when you go two, three times a day, you go, well, what the fuck are you talking about? This diet you go <laughs> well, to Chick Fil A? They got grilled nuggets. Oh, they got nuggets. grilled <laughs> nuggets. So healthy. This is definitely healthy. Well, this is before I started exercising. My son been there oh. almost a year now. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. I see. But teach him how to work. And be a little for the discount, but more to let him know that to get anything in this world, you got to work for it. Right. Including grilled nuggets. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> for mommy. <laughs> get, get mommy a discount. Yes. Come on, get mommy a, get, your first job is your mother's favorite <laughs> restaurant. Can you say that about yourself? No, I cannot. Okay, well that's historical. Well, how do you how do your kids feel about you being on TV and being a famous comedian now? Oh, they love it, and they look in our little white neighborhood. <laughs> they just love it. Do they? Yes. They must, right? Mm-hmm. That's got to make them proud. It makes you know you know you know I got two sets of kids, and I and I say that I say this on stage. I have a set of Medicaid kids and a set of Blue Cross Blue Shield kids. <laughs> 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 and I have a great bit I'm working on about this, but you know my Blue Cross Blue Shield kids live with me. Like they, my kids, <laughs> like my my first kids grew up. They got free lunch. We was on welfare. You know, they was there with mama with the struggle. Well, mom and daddy. Well, you know, now we we well off. We okay. We ain't well off. We okay. We ain't ain't no real struggles like it used to be with my first set of kids. So my my I call my blue cross blue shield kids. Like they won't eat free lunch. They won't eat free lunch. Uh uh-uh. uh. And that's why not. They said that's for poor people. Whoa. Yeah, they would not eat fucking free lunch. And my daughter tell now, I don't know if you got any teenager, but my motherfucking teenager done lost her mind. She told me last <laughs> week. And you know, I don't be want to cuss my kids out because we live in the suburbs. Right. <laughs> my daughter gonna tell her, Mama, everybody come to school with a Starbucks cup. I'm gonna need you to take me to Starbucks at six forty so I can walk in school with with a Starbucks cup. I said, motherfucker, you better go get you a cup now and put you some hot chocolate in that bitch. When you get on that bus, it look like you been to Starbucks. I ain't getting out of my goddamn bed to take you no Starbucks. What the fuck you think I am? I ain't that type of mama to make you look cool. So everybody in school wants to look cool by walking to school with a Starbucks cup. Yes, all the white kids' parents get up out they fucking bed in Midwest in the snow and take their little white kids to Starbucks and Dunkin' Donuts so they can be cool look what i got well fuck you you better get you a cup and reuse that bitch and act like you've been to starbucks every day i got plenty of hot chocolate in the, in the kitchen is it hot chocolate that these kids are getting or is it they coffee? get they get the mocha woka all that old fancy shit you know what with the strawberry fancy oh, fuck shit. super sweet mocha woka frappuccino frappuccino that's yeah. what my daughter i'm like you already frappuccino that's you're... so much sugar and they yes get it and she day. already fat so uh. i'm like you don't need this bullshit <laughs> <laughs> that shit is so bad for you. Yes. When people you, drink that and they think they're drinking coffee, like you're drinking a fucking, fucking shake. Shit. It's a yes. milkshake. If it's you, a shake. If you go to my Starbucks in the morning or at 2.30 after the school's in, it's just a line Full up a door. Full of white kids. kids. I'm it, telling you, my daughter go up there to study. What the fuck? I ain't never studied inside no restaurant. A lot of people study at Starbucks. Every time I go there, it's filled with laptops. It's ridiculous. Yeah, and you it's loud? Well, they set up it. Uh, people wear headphones. They set it up where they have these nice tables. They have yeah. coffee right there, and it's free Wi-Fi. And a my lot daughter of do study there. groups there. And be like, pick me up from pick me up from uh, Starbucks. I said, look, I'm not built like that. Whoa, you're not I'm built not, like no, a picker-upper from no, Starbucks? No, I'm not a soccer mom. I'm not hauling you any ugly-ass children around. You better walk your ass down the street, and I'll meet you. Whoa. 
Yeah, she be wanting me to do <clears throat> extra shit. I don't want to do extra shit with your friends, okay? Wow. I don't, don't want to do, do extra, extra shit. shit. What do you mean by extra shit? Pick them up for study group. Them motherfuckers ain't studying. <laughs> they ain't you don't want to pick them up for study group because it's extra shit? Yeah, because I'm in the house probably in my underwear watching TV. So you don't want to get out of your underwear to take your daughter to study? <laughs> my daughter's about to be 17 this month. I done told her to learn how to drive. She said, I don't want to learn how to drive because technically you're responsible for me until I'm 18. I said, well, technically you guys you are need having it. those kind of arguments? Yes. Wow. Technically you're responsible? For, she's telling yes. you that you're... Well, that's the difference, huh? Between the Blue Cross Blue Shield kids, This it? is the Blue Cross Blue Shield. <laughs> know, my Medicaid kid would have walked fucking home. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Exactly. So you're seeing the difference like... The, the a big life. difference. A big difference. Yes. That's why you don't want to do that extra shit. No, I don't want to do that shit. <laughs> like, like, I'm telling you, Joe, my husband, when, before my niece moved in, we would have to sit at the table. My husband would say, you should allow the kids to vent. Personally, I say, fuck you. If allow them to vent. Yes. What we get mean? at the table and hear what they did at school today. I dropped out of school. Real. I don't give a fuck what you did at school. First of all, I don't. What? You don't, I don't care even... what they did at school? Really? No! <laughs> <laughs> they're not kindergarten. They're high schoolers. I don't, yeah, they're not don't smoking weed. They're not fucking. No. You don't want to talk to them? I talk to her every day. Hey, hi, hey, uh, bye. I'm going in my room and get in the bed. That's it? You don't communicate? You don't... Um, Joe, my daughter go on and on and on about bullshit. And then, <laughs> <laughs> That's what kids do. I don't want to hear that That's part of shit. being a child. I know. And then such, such, such got arrested for smoking weed. And then such, such, such is on pill. I don't know them motherfuckers. I personally don't care. I got real shit. Like I need to hit pay on my fucking computer to pay the bills. I don't want to hear this bullshit you going through. You know, such as such as having sex. My daughter's still a virgin, thank God. But I'm like, if you would start <laughs> fucking, you would have something to talk about. Oh my God. I don't God. say that to her. I so don't say that to her. So if she starts fucking, then you'll I, talk to her about some shit? No, I don't want her to start fucking. <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> What I'm the saying, fuck are you saying? I don't want to talk to, okay? You don't want to talk to your kids. That's so crazy. But my husband listened to that shit. And yeah, Poppy, such and such got arrested. They on pills. They getting high. So I asked, I said, are you getting high? No, man. And I'm saying, well, shut the fuck up. Well, that's, you're, you're talking to kids. Like, that's part of raising kids. You got to talk to them. <laughs> but Joe, you just want to push them out the door. Is, yes. Get wow. the fuck out of my house. My husband listened. Wow. He's very patient. We have to set up. <laughs> Joe, I don't this, have time Because your bullshit. husband, this is his first set of kids. Yes. And your second set of kids. Yes. Wow. So we get at the dinner table, and my daughter want to just go on and That's on and on. That's what kids do, though. They're developing wait, wait, human uh, beings. I, I was told, shut the fuck up. Come you were told, shut the fuck yes. up. But you were also... But I don't say about shut the, the fuck up. But you know all the different cycles that you, we talked yes, about that you broke? I know, but come on, Joe. Be honest, you really don't want to hear the bullshit, but you do it because you're faking the parenthood. No, I'm just, I no, mean, no, no. I listen... <laughs> but I don't respond. I'm like, uh, in my head, I'm like, kid, kid, shut the fuck up. That's... Nobody want to hear this fucking high school shit. Oh, oh God. God. Well, you're talking to their human beings. That's what they're going through. I don't say this through. to her. But of course, it, it's not high school shit to them. It's their I little know. lives. It ain't no fucking life. You get, you get, your mom and daddy what? pay for your, your mom and daddy pay for your food. We pay for everything. It, I mean, you all you're doing is living and making decent grades. No, they're alive. They're, they're experiencing uh, life. Yeah, okay. What do you mean? Yeah, okay. And you know, like, that's listen, what my husband you, says. Like, doing everybody is, wasn't raised like you, you. You're reacting to the way you were raised. And you're, yes. you're expecting your kids to realize you were you were raised in a harsh environment. Yes. And your other kids lived a harsher life than they're living. And they should just shut the fuck up. That's what you're saying. 
I don't say that to them. But that is what you're saying. Yes. I that's don't want to hear that bullshit. I don't hear no high school shit, but that's Joe. That's part of life. I know. I'm just saying, she ain't gonna listen to this podcast. I don't want to <laughs> hear that bullshit. I mean, you don't, I mean, it, it, I can't even relate to your friend getting high. I don't know your fucking friend. Well, don't you, I mean, look, if you were talking to her and she was five years old and she was telling you these stories, would you have the same reaction? I would reaction? be concerned. Right, you'd be concerned. Yeah. But at 16, you're like, you're on your own. I mean, I listen, but I, I don't want to hear it. I'm saying, I don't want to hear the bullshit about who getting high, who having sex, and who this. All she's doing is telling other people business. But don't you want to talk to her about life? Don't you want to like I do talk to coach her? About her? Life. So you do talk well, to you her know, about I different you shit. Well, you know, I tell you this. With my second set of kids, my daughter is attached to her daddy. Like, I mean, he's the world to her. So she don't really come to me. We got that bond where we we deal with each other, but we really don't get along. What? We the same people. Like you she's don't get very along? fucking. Yeah, we. She's very fucking funny. She's very snappy. She's very like. Okay, I think my daughter thinks she's smarter than me. And, and to her, she is smarter than me because I didn't have no kids at fifteen. I didn't drop out of school. I didn't sell drugs. You know, she got a better life. So in her head, she's way she know more shit than I do. Let her tell it. She's smarter than me, so I don't fuck with her. You know, I don't talk to her that much. I she so she judges you by I think all she judges your, your me past failures. Um, somewhere pa- I should my say past failures. Yeah. Your past. Like if she's talking about something. Like she was talking one day about history, and if I don't know something, I'm not ashamed. I say I don't fucking know it. That's what my Miss Troop taught me. You know, if you don't know, then tell a person you don't know. The dumbest question is the question I ask is what I was taught. So she was talking something about history, and I was like, "What are you talking about?" She was like, "How dare you not know this?" I'm like, "Uh, bitch." This is what I said to myself. You know, I got mad because I'm like, if I knew it, I wouldn't ask you. She said, how dare you not know? Yeah, how dare you not know this? What and was it that you were talking She was about? talking about history, something about Hitler. Give a fuck what I know. I mean, Ari is the first Jew friend that I really knew. Yeah. But, I mean, Jews, the black people, is just Jesus Christ. We thought he was the only Jew in the whole world. <laughs> so when you talk to her about Hitler and you don't understand... Well, she was talking to her father right. about history that day. And then she said something, and she was looked at me and said, what you know about history? Wow. And I said, I know three motherfuckers got killed in Chicago last night. And she was like, that's not history. I said, where I'm from? <laughs> and she didn't like it. She got mad at you. Well, she kind of got mad, so she thinks she's smarter. So I asked her. I said, well, she was like, I'm so much smarter than you. I said, uh, She said no. that to you? Yeah. Yeah. And I said, no, you're not. You can't turn cocaine into crack. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. You told her that? That's what you said to her? Yeah. And my husband's like, don't say that to the babies. I'm like, this motherfucker 250 pounds. This ain't no baby. Oh, my God. <laughs> this motherfucker 250 pounds. This ain't no baby. You, <laughs> that's the openness is in my Oh house. my god, that's hilarious. <laughs> you should bring her next time. I would I love to You, no, you no, would love her. No. You would love her because she go. She's no. a I'm telling you, Joe. There will be no 15-year-olders on this podcast. No, she's 16. She's 17. I don't give a fuck if she's 20. There'll be no, no you would love under her. 21 on this podcast sure. ever. No, you would love her because she know everything <clears throat> you know. I do not want to hear you. on and on. No, you know what? I can I tell you, she's so fucking funny. You think she'll be a comic? I want her to be. Do you? Look, let me tell you. So she told me the other day, like she actually she can write jokes. Like she give me if I'm working on something, she's like, "What do you think about this?" So I'm in the car with her the other day. And she said, "Mama, you remember the time you wanted? I wanted you to go to the children's museum with me in Indianapolis." And I was like, "Yeah, I couldn't go because I had a gig." And she said, "At that museum, it was crazy." I said, "What? 
each hallway represented uh, um, uh, a time in history. Like they started like at the 50s, 60s. So, you know, the whole segregation shit, you know, white people skiing black people down the street. And then she said they had this little black man hanging. And then they had, she said, did you know the KKK had albums? And I was like, what do you mean? They're like, yeah, they made music. They like, keep the keep the race, keep black people, you know, all this bullshit, whatever she was telling me. Then she said she got to the 70 Hall, it was the LSD. She said she got to the 80, it was it was a it was a term of rap music and um crack epidemic and you know, teenage pregnancy. And then you say you got to the last hall. When, when they get on the way out the door, it was Obama. And she said all her white friends was like, oh, this is the worst hallway. And she was like, oh, did you not see that black man back there? <laughs> 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 this That's is the how, worst hallway because Obama's yeah, in it? Yeah, because a lot of Republicans where we live at, you know. Oh, that's hilarious. The so they're are, upset that Obama's the yeah, president? Yeah, and the kids was like, that's the worst hallway out of all of them. And my daughter's like, did you not see that black man back there hanging and listening to that music? That She is so fucking funny, Joe. And I, I said... You sure you was at a children museum? She said when she saw the KKK hanging a black person, she's like, "What kind of children museum is this?" <laughs> wow. So she she's just fucking funny, and she said she said so. The, some of her white friends like, "I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry." She's like, "Don't be sorry for me. That's your history." <laughs> uh, that's hilarious. Yes, that's how funny she is. There's a lot of white people in the Midwest that are mad at Obama, huh? Yeah, they, they they blame the country's woes on the president. Yes, I, I don't. You know, I think I think <laughs> I think with the whole Obama thing, I think some of them just racist. They don't want to have a black leader. Oh, for sure. So hundred percent. Yeah, you know, and I don't like using the race card because I, I say everybody ain't racist. I say some people are just assholes. That's true too. I truly believe that. But there's a lot of people that actually are enjoying the fact that Obama is the president. So any any problem th yeah. the world has, they can blame on this black guy. Listen to this. I had a, I have a dentist. I had a dentist in Indianapolis, right? So he, oh, Miss Pat, I'm so Christian. I believe in God. Every time, I was a, probably his white only. White dude? White dude. Probably was his only black patient. Maybe. I know I was. So I go in there because he coached my son baseball. He coached my son football team. Joe, I go in there, all he want to do is talk about Obama. I hate him, and I hate him. So I'm saying to myself, why am I going to keep letting you shoot me in my mouth and then you get excited about Obama and give me too much pain medicine and kill me? So I stopped going. I said, because if you are a Christian, you don't supposed to hate, right? But every time I come in there, because I'm the only black patient, you always want to talk about Obama. I said, I don't give a fuck about what Obama doing. I said, he's doing like everybody else, fucking up. <laughs> they all fuckers in the end. If well, you want to be technically, they all fuckers in the end. No matter which way you vote, you're never going to be happy. No one has ever been a president where everybody thought they did a good job. Thank you. There's never been Thank one. Bill ever. Clinton got his dick sucked. Mm -hmm. Everybody had a problem with that. Why? Why? You know Hillary was through sucking dick at the time. Why are you going to knock a man for sucking dick? Getting his dick sucked. If somebody come out my house and help me suck dick, I'm going to agree. You can help me suck dick, just don't fuck him. So, just don't fuck him? Yeah. You know. How come? You suck his dick, but you don't fuck him. <laughs> good girl. What is the uh, what is the rule there? How's that work? Just please explain. You just can't yeah, you fuck can't, him. You can't fuck him. You know, then you cross the That's line. Rude. That's rude. But if you do it, you sucking his dick. You doing stuff I really get tired of doing. or don't want to do. Ah! <laughs> Beautiful. That's why Hillary didn't get upset. Okay, bitch, you got a sicko stuck up your ass. Imagine I'm cool with if that. that was the case. Of, like, mm -hmm. you know how you can go and get a massage and no one gets upset? What'd you do after work today, honey? Oh, I went and got a massage. Nobody gets mad at you. But if you're like, I gotta get my dick sucked, like, whew. 
Yeah. That would be beautiful. That would what be. a beautiful world we would live in. Yeah, and that's what I told him. I said, nobody's got, they're never going to please us. I watched a document, not a documentary, but a speech the other day that Monica Lewinsky gave about, about you know, like, being today about you know all the people that judged her and she's still talking about time but i'm like you're still talking about it today like that's like Sad. like jesus christ like yeah i understand it was a big moment for the country beyonce put her in a song she did yeah a bunch of people put her in a song she was talking about that in the speech but it was just something seemed like ridiculous that she's still talking about it today. do you think do you think being her that she i got extra practice trying to be the best dick sucker because she knows in the future every time she sucks a dick that's going to be a thing you know like oh it has to be yeah <laughs> so it has she's to be. like gagging and i mean know. any guy that dates her if she doesn't blow them they're going to be so upset <laughs> well, what? Like, you, you did it for blew the fucking president you won't blow me everybody well, knows you it's suck a dick. different that's the type of dick you suck presidential dick yeah but then you know that the guy and, knows that he's like below but the if president. she wouldn't around her mouth she would have had so many perks huh if she didn't run her mouth. Yes. I don't know right. what the fuck she tell for. What did you tell for? Everybody be fucking a president or fucking in that White House. Everybody cheat. That's what they do. When they go on them fucking meetings, they, they all go out and buy pussy, tap their feet in the bathroom, <laughs> or do what they do. Tap you know, the feet in the bathroom. Whatever the fuck they do. That was that Larry Craig guy. That was gay sex, though. It was trying to I don't give a fuck. They go out and get what they the like. Bathroom. Right. So, I mean, why you running your mouth? Why did you run your mouth? Did we really have to know that Bill Clinton fucked you, Monica Lewinsky? I wouldn't have never fucking told. Do you know she probably still could have been getting a check on the side to this day? Probably. You don't tell on them type of people. You tell if you fuck Ray-Ban. You know, Ray-Ban. 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 Ray Ray <laughs> Ray so you tell on some shit like that. But you don't tell on a president. You keep, that's the secret you Well, keep. I think she was telling her friend, and her friend recorded the conversation. Her friend threw her under the, the bus. The ugly girl with older, the long nose. Older lady who is angry. Yeah, who, who wasn't getting no dick. Yeah. See, that's why I say if you are a single woman, you don't have bitches that got, that don't have a man because those are the ones that's always trying to tell you about your relationship mm. oh you shouldn't take this sh bitch you ain't even got no man shut your lonely ass that up. is true yes that is true it's always the girls that have no men and have terrible relationships when they do yes. have men they want to give their girlfriends some sort of and it, oh debbie says oh fucking debbie i says. have a friend like that always want to tell me oh you shouldn't take this or you bitch I've had health care for over 20 years. You don't shut your <laughs> Medicaid breath ass up. <laughs> you ain't got no man. I don't. I tell people, I don't fuck with single people because they'll have you thinking their way, and then you be up here a lonely old motherfucker. Well, there's definitely some people that want people to break up because they're single. That's, yes. That is a fact. There's yeah. definitely Or people. they want what you got. There's that, too. Yeah. That as soon too. as you leave him, then you look up and she blowing him. Well, you told me not to accept that. You told me not to give him head. No, because this bitch was waiting in line to give him head. I can't believe you're saying this. What? But you're right. I know I'm right. <laughs> no, I know I'm right. You, you don't tell nobody how good your man put it down. You tell your girlfriend that, then her, her wheels get to spinning. Mm. Mm, I might need to go try that. Really? Yeah. How common is that? Very calm. Among, amongst women, do you think women covet their friends' And then men? they want to, well, huh? Do you think women covet their friends' men? Like, you know, like the, a girl that's hanging around with you, you're talking about your husband. Yeah. She's like, hmm, I should get this one. Yeah, steal if you say it's good, Pat. he can eat, yeah. Eats pussy. Yeah. Steal it from Miss Pat. And you can't steal shit from me. <laughs> <laughs> My husband ain't doing shit with me, so he ain't going to do shit with you. <laughs> Have your ass watching Empire. <laughs> <laughs> He got
got a job. <laughs> That's hilarious. It's yeah. the ones who are broke that you got to keep an eye on, right? Well, the ones who yeah. sling that delicious broke dick. Delicious broke black dick. <laughs> <laughs> It's Pat, I gotta get the fuck out of here. Me too. This has been beautiful, though. <laughs> thank you. Thank you thank very you. much. And your so your episode of This Is Not Happening happens next week. Next week. Next Thursday. The twenty sixth. Next Thursday, twenty sixth. Is it mm -hmm. on at twelve thirty? Is that when it's on? Yeah, yeah. at night. And I'm taping Marin's show this week. Oh, it's TV show. TV mm -hmm. show. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Um, people can get you comedian Miss Pat on Twitter. We need to fucking get that other Miss Pat. I'm tired of spelling comedian wrong. Okay. I, I don't believe in that word, by the way. I don't believe in it. It's like comedian. No, you're a fucking comic. You're a goddamn stand-up comic. Right? Okay. Okay. Matter, Joe. You don't need to be a female comedian. Like, what is that? It's like that. Like, it's c categorizes you. Yeah. Like, you know. And I don't do no females. Yeah. Top is really. Well, you're a fucking comic. I'm a comic. That's what I'm saying. Right? This you need just Miss Pat. M S P A T. There's some person that has it and there's fucking like one tweet. It's bullshit. They have no followers. Their 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 tweets are blocked too. You can't even read their tweets. Probably because people are bombing on them. Give Miss Pat her fucking name. <laughs> That's probably what's happening. I'm gonna look into that. I didn't Please know you could do, do that. I will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um Wednesday night we're at the oh Wednesday night sold out of the Ice House. Very few tickets left for Thursday night at the Ice House. Um, uh, that's it. This weekend, Portland, long sold out. Tough shit. No chance. Uh, that's it. Uh, there's some other dates that I put up on the books really recently. Uh, Dallas, the Majestic Theater in Dallas. That's coming up. That is uh, March 13th. And, uh, and then there's a New York City one that's in April. Just figure that shit out on your own. JoeRogan.net. Brian, you got anything going on? Uh, Vancouver 420. Vancouver, 420, a good one. place to be yeah. at 420. I'm at Morty's Comedy Joint, March 26th through the 28th in Indianapolis. Kapow. And also I'm at uh, the casino here. God damn it, I don't forget the name. Yeah. Out here? Oh. Chumash? No, Con Congo or some shit. Congo? Morongo? Morongo. When's that? Friday. This Friday? <laughs> this week? What is your website? Uh, MissPatComedy.com. MS. MSPatComedy.com. There you go. And Beautiful. I'm coming to see you Wednesday. All right. Beautiful. All right. Thank you, my friend. Thank you, baby. Miss Pat, ladies and gentlemen. Good night, everybody.